0: We've reached the end of the 97 uh, campaign. Jordan just won his fifth championship. The Bulls uh, are officially, like, they were pretty much a dynasty when they won the fourth one, but now they are undoubtedly the dynasty of the 90s. And ironically, they are fighting with management to... Try and come back to win a sixth what in 2021 that I just feel like it would be either destroyed if that were to happen or if, if they, I just can't imagine that happening where everybody wants to come back but management's like nah I'm done with this winning bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane but that's it's due to
1: what what would you say? Uh, I would definitely say money. I think right. money is the biggest thing, and Jer- and obviously Jerry Cross's ego. Um, you got you got you got you got like you got Phil Jackson, who pretty much wants to be paid as the top head coach of the league. Yeah. Obviously, you got the top player making the top money. You want he he feels like the top coach should be making the um top of the league. He has people. Who, are, who he's beaten in playoff series and throughout this whole decade, making more money than he is. Right. And um, he's pretty much just saying, I want to be compensated for it. Jerry Krause feels like he's the reason this is all working out, which he has a, he did play a huge role in it, as you can see in The Last Dance. Last Dance kind of breaks this all down for you. But So if you look
0: at the Bulls' salaries in 98, you have Jordan sitting here at thirty-three million. Yeah, seems like they're screwing their payroll to give Jordan uh, like the salary that he deserves. Yeah. But first of all, he deserves it. Second of all, he was woefully underpaid his entire career.
1: Yeah, like where would they put in the money? Like, because it's not like <laughs> Scotty had a bunch of money. You know, like, you th- like where would they put in this money? They would, like, get in through these seasons fine. Like, with no, not even touching the salary cap. Like, Jerry else's
2: Ryan- waistline is where they put the money.
1: Um, yes. No, for I
0: real. Yeah, it's just, also, Reinsdorf has several moments in The Last Dance where he's telling Jordan and Pippen, like, these are bad deals. Don't sign this. Yeah. <laughs> Which just seems like a crock of shit yeah like it might be true
1: but it no, doesn't it is true i mean it pippin, doesn't
0: feel true
1: yeah P- pippin was he definitely meant he he like alludes to it in the last dance it says he did tell me that it was a bad deal but i just wanted to i want to secure money but it's dumb like if you know if he's telling you this is a bad deal yeah take take a short deal like what the hell do you but think? like what like, hold on i i Two yeah. seconds to stop. Yeah, me. I know. The I was, reason why sorry.
0: Jordan the reason why Jordan is sitting here with two random giant thirty million dollar balloon seasons. Yeah. Is because the league was not at all in the same place when he was drafted or even in the early nineties in comparison to where it is now in terms of popularity and
1: revenue for the league. Pretty much from ninety three and on is where he is getting underpaid. Because right after ninety two that ninety-two season was the dream team. No, yes. sorry, it was the. Was it? It was the the ninety. Yeah, it was the ninety-two, 92 season, season, and then because they did the dream team, and then Charles Barkley and Jordan went. Yeah, so right after the ninety-two season, they did the dream team. Yes, and that's when everything just kind of blew up. So from that point on, you can say he was definitely underpaid. But there were
0: guys. There were still guys like. Patrick Ewing got a great deal in the early nineties. Like I- I'm just trying to think of huge contracts. Shaq is, is going to get a huge deal. in, 90s, in all, yeah, This is 90s. also where the rookie pay scale is like insane. I- yeah. I'll have, I'll have on your screen, the top contracts, mm-hmm. uh, of the 92, 93 season, for example, George yeah. last year before he retires. Yeah. And you'll see, it's just, it's crazy. But, uh, Jordan basically, when he comes back for that second threepeat, says, "I'm not signing for anything less than the max." Essentially, he yeah. came. He comes back in ninety five, ninety six, and f- fulfills his original contract. Yeah. Uh, but so,
1: but then he comes back and signs one year deals going forward. Yeah. Very similar to what they do now. Yeah. Two things, because I know people might look at this and say, "Well, he's making millions of dollars. He was playing basketball." That's not the point. Like it's obviously, <laughs> it's obviously you gotta get paid what you're worth, guys. But um, because I would love to pay get get paid five hundred thousand just to play basketball my whole life. Right. But um, MJ making ninety three million throughout his entire career yeah. is literally a steal. Fifteen year career, literally the greatest player of all time for ninety three million. Yeah, he the, it was pure robbery, like. If if you want to inflate those numbers yeah, to what it'll be same. right now, yeah, it's still not enough. Yeah. I don't okay. care. I'm getting my inflation
0: calculator up. It'll be on your screen. What thirty three million dollars a year in ninety eight is? It's double
1: today? that. It's double that.
0: You think? You think it's so close? It's one hundred
1: percent. Because I've looked up what fifty thousand dollars, um, back in the nineties was, and that it was about one hundred three thousand. Like it, right. it's 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 double. So sixty six um. One hundred and eighty million is still not enough for MJ. <laughs> so put this in perspective: Steph Curry, who I think is the top ten player of all time, yeah. made, made has made about four hundred thousand, or will be making four hundred thousand within the last five year span. So between, because he just signed his big four hundred million. Oh, what, what I said $500,000? Four hundred thousand. My bad. I at four hundred million. I've, we knew. We knew I was. I was, I was like, like, this is. I was like, zero. why are we bringing this up if he's yeah, making no, no, cup change? No, yeah, yeah. What are we? My, talking? Bad, my bad. I am mixing up my numbers. Look at, these
0: are Monopoly but, dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But like, Steph is making that money, and you could argue Steph has elevated the game. Similar, but not as much as MJ did.
0: Definitely, like, it's just different. I can't explain it any other way than that. Yeah, the way Steph Curry changed the game and the way Michael Jordan changed the game is just different. I I can't. I, I'm Michael Jordan. I think was more significant solely because of the he went from the league being here in terms of popularity to like here, where Steph yeah. Curry did, was already you know.
1: Yeah, it was oh, already made, the eyeballs. But there. But then I he just made the—he honestly made the league more efficient. And but yeah. like, like the actual game. I
2: became, would compare I like. it like this: like Michael Jordan would be like the Industrial Revolution, and then like Steph Curry could have been like the Internet Age. In terms, well, of like if you wanted like the historical well, examples well, and their no, importance. I
1: agree. <laughs> the only reason I disagree no, is because no, you're the talking NFL history.
2: Game. No, no, no. I'm saying it's like. Apples, to apples comparison. Talking history. The agricultural.
1: Out. Do agricultural, industrial. Don't do. Don't do. Don't do the the other thing. Because the re- the only reason I say that is because the the um with technology, what it's done, has elevated us so much quicker and faster. Like I, I think, wow, Andrew's that's exactly. And Lindsay's completely right.
2: I am right then. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> Steph Curry, because Steph Curry took the league from uh we're gonna shoot ten threes a game to. Let's shoot all the threes we need to fucking
2: score threes. Pay some yeah, threes. But, it's not,
0: but it, Overnight,
2: it, it, Andre Drummond went from being like a max contract guy to being useless. Roy
0: Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Tim I
2: guess, Hibbert. all
0: right, all
1: right.
0: I, 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 that it's true. Y'all it's let true. us
1: know. Great comparison. Because that, that's an interesting ass conversation. Yeah. Y'all let you us history know.
0: buffs that okay. probably watch our show, if you like sports history and you like regular okay. history.
1: Or just go go to Google and look up industrial yeah, revolution yeah, yeah. and technical. Yeah, look it up. We we good. But yeah, we lit out here. We give you our answers, history.
0: dumb answers. We give you basketball
1: history. history and real life history. Stop playing with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look right. at Russ with the Rona over there. Just no, I ain't dying yet. Fucking Scottie Pippen. We were about to get into Scottie Pippen. As we alluded to earlier, Reinsdorf tells Scotty that he shouldn't sign the contract he signs in, I guess it's 91, 92. It's like right after he becomes an all-star. Yeah. And he could have apparently signed for more money, but Scotty had uh, the
1: last dance gets into his home life. And, you know, I don't know. I don't think he could have signed for more money. I think, I think he was saying you should do a shorter deal. Oh, maybe. Because remember, he do, he does a seven-year deal. And, and this and, is all guaranteed, right? Yep. Well, yeah, but that's basketball in general. But um, he—he's just—he's just saying that Reinsdorf was saying you should do a shorter deal because you don't know what the hell the league could get into, and especially—I mean, I don't know if they knew about because you wouldn't know about the Dream Team yet, right?
0: I mean, if in ninety-one, ninety-two, there are probably meetings about the Dream Team happening because they already got—they already lost, and you know, it, we're not—we're way closer to that ninety-two Olympics.
1: Yeah. This is all right. So I know this is like a little off topic, but every time you say that, you make me nervous. Scotty, <laughs> this is actually what I think helped the Bulls dynasty, right? If Scotty would have signed a shorter deal, and let's say in '94, he would have had to re sign his deal, and he would have been making 20 million a year, yeah. and Jordan was still coming back to three to four million yeah I think Jordan would have been happy with that. I think it would have actually ruined that dynasty.
0: Maybe that's an you interesting think, point, but not I, even
1: like, that I,
0: I would even look at it just like if you, if Scotty signs big, maybe they can't fill out their team with the rest of the role players that they do like
1: yeah maybe they're not I, happy no, I don't it. agree with that because I think they were pocketing money. look at the look at the salaries. It's not even close to what the cap is. You were able to pay Jordan. Thirty-three million, and then have everybody at four to five mil. You, t- they were paying them four to five mil throughout the whole decade. They were just pocketing money.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: This no. goes back.
0: This goes I'm back to, to because I don't know uh, the fucking. I don't know the salary cap off the top of my head to give you a retort.
1: I don't. I don't think right, but I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you one thing: the salary right. cap doesn't jump from ninety-seven to ninety-six by thirty million.
0: Well, I don't know what the salary cap is in either year because I yeah
1: that's fine you want your future russell
0: yeah i just don't know
1: i just don't know so i can't tell you no we good but but i really do i really do feel like if and especially in that they would 100 percent pocketing money and and this goes back to like the community kind of saying we don't pocket watch you got to pocket watch sometimes because like they were (laughs) were robbing your asses but but (laughs) But Scotty signs the deal because he's
0: got a situation at home where he's got two people in a wheelchair yeah. and he needs more money. Nah <laughs> and, he needs, and this man's clowning us and talking about serious shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scotty <laughs> okay. had the commercial in his brain. It's my money and I want it now.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, <laughs> he, secured, he secured a bag. It might not have been the bag, but he secured a bag. And he's fine right now. Like, uh, He's not fine in 1998, though. He's annoyed and frustrated yeah. about his contract situation. Uh, Jerry Krause is annoyed with having him on the team. He has been for the last entire 3 P Basically all of the 90s. It's just, how can we get rid of Scotty? Pretty much for the majority of it, which is insane to me.
1: Well, uh, I don't know. Even I though I crap on him. Kitchen, and they're just like, you're going to have to play. Because, honestly, I think they never try to really trade him. No. Well, there's lots of different rumors throughout
0: the 90s, like through the playoffs. Like uh, when he gets uh, injured uh, at several points, it's like this really messes up his summer. It could potentially be in trade talks every fucking season.
1: It's like that. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, honestly, that's just media, though. Like media does that that with any big – It's Kraus, in my opinion. You think? Yeah, for sure. Control.
0: I I can see that. One thing I learned from the last dance more than anything, and even though the uh obviously the documentary put Kraus in a poor light because mm-hmm. Jordan uh
1: hates him if, if best friends are like this, Jordan he and Krause are like grave, this. grave every day. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Jordan takes a flight to Kraus's grave and yeah. literally just pisses all over it for days. Yeah, 30 morning morning urine. He drinks Every Oh yeah, of. he drinks like eight gallons of water to make sure he <laughs> can be a fountain on his grave. But the
0: thing These I learned images
2: that you're giving <laughs> us right now.
0: <laughs> the, the thing I good. learned for the most from the that documentary is Krause is not afraid to talk to the media. And he's not afraid to uh cover his own ass and put somebody else under the bus. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like throughout the entire
1: nineties, Scotty was the easiest scapegoat for doing that. I mean, throughout literally for the last forty years, it's been like that. All through the nineties, and well, twenty years. Sorry, I was gonna say Scotty, forty years. years. Sorry, all throughout the nineties and the last twenty years, P- Scotty has been Jordan's scapegoat. Pig. Yeah, like so. But
0: uh, so I th- I definitely think Krauss was putting in the trade talks and trying to get rid of him and then getting it out in the media and seeing what. Like, he, I could totally see him being that person having, <laughs> and also with the Jordan rules, how. Jordan accused Horace Grant I really believe it was mostly Kraus. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that if that's, Horace Grant is really being honest and is not the guy it's gotta be Krauss. it's gotta
1: be Kraus. I never even thought of that that's crazy but, so true but but to to push more like we I don't I, I kind of agree with Jordan Krauss is, is an asshole you yeah. can't even tell in his like interviews and stuff yeah. But like what the biggest asshole shit that he's he did in this season was not wanting Phil Jackson to to um be the coach right after he won his fifth championship. Yeah. Right? They just won five championships. They tied the Lakers from the last decade. Yep. So, like as a dominant organization. Yep. And he's pretty much saying, Now nah, we gotta rebuild. Yeah. And luckily, freaking Reinsdorf says Nah, I wanna, uh, let, let's play this one out one more time. Like I think we yeah. Can, see, I, and,
0: and this is this goes back
1: to your uh, they're they're putting shit in their pockets and they're not great guys.
0: Reinsdorf continuously looks like the saving grace in these situations when yeah. in reality he's signing all the checks. Yeah, and and like he just what well, he says goes. It's a yeah, so but so- he but every time it's like a weird deal. He goes, oh, I told Pippin I didn't I didn't sign it, and then it's like. Oh, you know, Jerry, I keep Jerry involved with, Jerry Krause is involved yeah. with that. He tries to, I feel like he just, he's just just tries to He keeps cop his, on his hands back. totally clean.
1: Yeah, he just tries to be the good cop to um, Krause's backup.
0: Exactly. It's just amazing when you know they're both fucking just trying to be cheap. Yeah, exactly. But they they agree to get Pippen back, to get Jordan back, and to get <laughs> Jackson back. But the quote from Krause is, Phil can go 82-0. and zero. And I will fire his ass on the spot the day he comes home with not the, the quote.
1: That was not the quote. That was totally not the quote. No, I was but, like, why did he, he just do what I was? Why does he go eighty two zero and he still won't be the coach next season? That's the quote. But I like my quote better. I, I can see why you why you why you stopped me because that was way funnier. I was, I was just gonna say what happened, yeah. but I like that better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tell Jackson to go 82 0, and I don't give a shit whether his kids get on their knees and beg me for his job back. Will not happen. Fuck him. Fuck him. We're rebuilding. I want to be the 15th best team in the East next year. I don't give a fuck. Just insane logic.
1: Nah, if Jordan, they would have 100% been at least like fifth seed. It's just fucking wild.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to that when we get to. Oh, okay, d- We didn't even talk about this season. Just- I can't oh, talk shit. about the end of it. Yeah. But uh, they're back, but it's not the same. It's it's just not the same team, even though they have their main core. Still. Yeah, you'd
1: imagine that the morale is a little different. Oh, very different.
0: <laughs> uh, they they do have a couple of fresh faces. They have uh Scott Burrell, or as Michael Jordan affectionately calls him, Ho. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh. yeah I remember, I remember yeah. Um, he wants to win and you got to earn everything in Chicago. There was nothing easy, nothing given to you. You better go out there and earn it, and you earn it in practice. You're playing with a guy that has the highest standards of any basketball player ever. You want to live up to that challenge. It, it's tough. Tough love. I mean, you got to you got to go out there and do your job. Put your hands down. Game time Hey, Scott Moore, where you that
2: now, homie? Uh,
0: just he's one of my favorite characters in the whole live dance. Very, very hilarious guy in the documentary. And uh, just a nicest human. Takes way too much shit for Michael Jordan than any human should take.
2: (laughs) A good way to explain how they're not the same is, so the last two seasons through the postseason and the regular season, they were 171 and 30. But then if you combine this season with those, they go to 248 and 56. So they almost double their losses in one season versus the last two.
0: Yeah, they start out 12 and 8 through their first 20 games. and. Jordan's twenty six point nine, but twenty seven points on forty two percent shooting. So he's basically back to, I just got back to the league, Jordan. Seventeen games in
1: the season. Like what? 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 I what? I um, like account that to is all right. I'm pretty much like because that that just shows how much Pippen was necessary in that because it makes him much less efficient because he has to force up more shots. Um, I'm I'd be can you go can you go to the those first 20 games and see how many shots he took?
0: Who sh- who
1: see how many shots Jordan took? Or Jordan? Yeah. Okay. In that in
0: this period of time is they talk about Jordan's 49 point game against the Clippers uh in the last yeah. dance. Yeah. That's part of this. Yeah. And so 26.9 had- points on 23.4 shots. Yeah. Horribly inefficient. Only 20% from 3. They also fixed the three point shot this year. Because yeah. the last few years it was a little shorter.
1: Yeah, I, I think in his '96 season was his highest three point shooting season besides the '95 season where he was only there for like 17 games. Yeah. Um, and he he shot like what was it like 42 percent? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it was, and it's strictly because they shortened the the, the three point line, and that was also the year that they talked about him not being a good three point shooter. And, right. People like to go to that and say, "Look, they talk shit about him," and then he he was he shot over forty percent from the three point line, but they forget to mention that piece.
0: But, then, Again, but this with- is Jordan, um, Jordan's going to win MVP in this year when we get to the MVP voting, and the reason is after these twenty games,
1: they're going to go fifty and twelve through the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, so- to be honest, what the media was looking at at this point yeah. is, wow! Look at what Michael Jordan has to go through, rather than because remember he That's is true. A, That's true. No other this is not usual. You, they have not seen a 34 year old be this dominant since Kareem. So and Kareem still had a prime magic during yeah. his during his um, that time frame. So they really never saw a player have to go through this.
0: Didn't have to carry nearly the same load. Very true. Uh, Jordan, after the 20 games, eliminating those 20 games, Jordan, 29.4 points, five rebounds, 3.3 assists, almost two steals on 48% shooting. Same amount of field goal attempts, but he's just just way more efficient with
1: everything. You see, this is, and, and this might be, you let me know if I'm bugging. But this is where I feel like stats are stupid, okay? Because I we and we we know because Jordan already explains this in the Last Dance that the reason they really did do well was because Rodman started stepping up a little more, which obviously helps him become a little bit more efficient. That's but what I want to talk about. Yeah. yeah, Jordan really made like a one point one more shots, and he shoot, and that makes him shoot forty eight percent. It makes it right. seem like he's so much more efficient. Just because he made a shot more a game, like that's where I'm just like you can't just look at stats and just say things. You know, people are great because of that. Cause it's just uh, literally between a shot a game, and and that that to me that doesn't matter at all. It, in the course of watching it, like if you watched it and someone went, there's times we've seen players dominate, and you'll see them go ten of twenty four. Yeah, but it doesn't change what you saw. Like when you see it, it's completely different than if he just went. 12 of 24, like you would, it wouldn't change your mind that much for me. It's all it depended on two things. Number one, the, the sh-
0: those little minute things matter in this era probably more than any other era because of the low pace mm-hmm. and the fact that no one like th- the difference between a shot a game probably makes more of a difference here than at any other point. Yeah, but but I agree that sometimes stats can lie to you, but I,
1: I feel like they lie. And with nitpicks, right. too. Like, yeah. like I, I agree with, I, like, if you, if I'm comparing MJ to, to another player, that's when you, you have to nitpick sometimes, like, depending on how great the player is, like, you have to, like, really get into those weird-ass discussions, but.
2: I think you also have to look at, like, if you're looking at shooting, when they were shooting poorly in the game, and, like, when they weren't. Because if Uh someone has like a poor shooting slump at the beginning, but then they pull it together to get the win at the end, I don't really care about the beginning.
1: Yeah. But, but the whole thing is if you like right now us looking at a game and we, uh, we see Jordan goes, um, 10 of 32, right. We might, but Jordan might've made nine out of 11 field goals in the second half. And we're not looking that deep. We just look at it and we are like, wow, Jordan sucked this game.
0: Well, that's, that's the one it's for Jordan specifically. The reason why we have to do that is because we are um, only Jordan's last two bowl seasons. Do you get the quarter by quarter stats to be able to do that in depth? Like in order for me to get those kind of stats before that point, you have to go through the Chicago Tribune articles and find the, because they get the box scores handed to them from back in the day, but you can't, you can't find them. It's fucking difficult, but, I noticed uh, definitely when we're talking about '97, it was way easier to yeah, for uh, sure. make the difference of what game to what. But I have Rodman stats up in front of me. Rodman through the first forty games stepped up really hard with five points a game, fucking balls. But uh, fifteen rebounds a game for Rodman, and this he was there defensively, mm-hmm. like uh, basically Bill Jackson and Michael Jordan both. Uh, attest to his defensive effort being there through this beginning part of the year. Um, Scotty's gonna get back in early January, I think around the 10th. And you're gonna see Rodman not dress and be not with the team for two games. Yeah. Rodman, or as I like to call him, the kamikaze king, decides that he needed to, he needed to go on a bender. And fucking go to Vegas for 48 hours just to, like, get that shit out of his system, I guess. With Scotty back, they don't need it.
2: For- when
1: Dennis know. wants to tell me something I knew, it's not something that I don't fucking want to hear. <laughs> Dennis says, I need a vacation. And I look at Phil and say, Phil, what do you mean? Vacation? He says, he needs a vacation. He needs some time off to let loose. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody needs a fucking vacation, I need a vacation. We look at Dennis and say, Dennis, what, what are you going to do?
2: This is why I need to go to Vegas.
1: Can your vacation be like 48 hours, go straight to the airport, boom. They're on here and see Dennis for 48 hours.
2: I went to the fucking Vegas. Big city love, bring on <laughs> the sugars. That's whores and sluts. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not on the
0: record. My time, pop and, rub and
1: me, Rubbing your spot got to Elegant, <laughs> It's time a copy
0: time, it's time to blow
1: your mind, it's time a copy time. Suck it down
0: on the wood. Come a me. Or whatever. I guess that's the logic.
1: This is the part that I love the most about The last dance is like little stories like that that no one probably knew. You know what I mean yeah. like and, and it's just like so it's just like funny little shit that's just uh, it's just so
0: makes- I, it's I've heard Steve Kerr tell stories about Phil Jackson putting Steve Kerr uh, on assignment as de- basically Dennis Rodman's babysitter. <laughs> He just has to make sure Dennis Rodman gets back to practice at this time, whenever. Uh, but and how does that work? Like, what
1: is the what is he supposed to do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I can get the story, I'll have it on your. Uh, yeah. We'll cut to it right now. I okay. <laughs> really want to know what he's supposed to do because <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna do shit. if Rodman says, "Nah." <laughs>
0: like, no. So that nah. so he just followed Dennis around. Dennis would like go hang out with like. Howard Stern and Carmen Electra and people like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, get super loaded. But then Rodman could get super fucked up and then go to practice and just be an athletic freak still at age 36. Yeah. And that's the other thing that I want to mention. All the entire core of this team is old. That's the other reason why Krause feels the need to break it up, because yeah. in his mind, he's playing with fire here. Because when you're when you're old in basketball typically the athleticism drops out of nowhere and sometimes when that happens you can work through it like michael jordan has from late 90s to from early 90s to late 90s rather yeah. but a lot of times you end up like it's a good example like vince carter right vince carter played 20 whatever years really long time but totally different type of player Went from all-star starter to role player bench guy with the loss of his athleticism, mm-hmm. and like that's that's what could happen, and yeah. so that's the worry going into
1: this. Yeah, uh, and, and that, honestly, I think I think he would have been better off truly giving Phil giving Phil Jackson the money and do and cutting cutting off the team how he wanted to. Yeah, I think I feel like you would have had much more of a chance. Maybe in the next year you don't have a shot, but maybe you could compete for a title the year after. But but that's messing with Jordan's late prime. Yeah. So it's definitely it's a it's a scary game to play. But he just was like in pure destruction mode. Yeah. He was Beerus. You don't know who that is. I know some of the fan, some of the people watching know exactly what I'm saying. He was the god of destruction. This <laughs> is Dragon Ball Z related, right? He literally just said, I'm bored and I want to destroy this planet. Instead, he said, I want to d- destroy the Chicago Bulls. So he flicked his finger and destroyed them. <laughs> this is by far the craziest. Like, I never knew what happened. Like, I like growing up, I just knew Jordan retired twice. I never knew. I, I, I looked into the first one. You can find that out never really knew the, the second reason and i just thought it was like he got bored again or something i don't know but then after watching the last dance this is like the crazy one of the craziest things in sports history yeah like you were a dynasty you were dominating for for 8 years pretty much you were dominating and title contenders and you just said now nah, i'm going to just break this shit up but um which i think my bad i i just think that added all of this stuff adds to Jordan's legacy because so, it's all the what ifs plus what he already did.
0: The quote from Jordan, the Jordan, the quote from Jordan is: "The Cubs have been rebuilding for almost fifty years. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't, he he cannot wait for the team to rebuild. That's basically why the pressure is there to continue to do it. And he wasn't going to play for anybody other than Phil. Like yeah. Krause was willing to keep Jordan." He just didn't want fucking Phil anymore, so they did take what you. Want. But this last year, Jordan is going to win MVP. The Bulls are going to be the oh, tied for most wins in the year with Utah. Yep. Uh, once again, just a top-heavy league. Uh, multiple teams with. Almost six teams with fifty, or almost six teams with sixty wins, really. Yeah, the West is looking much less
1: competitive than the East right now, though. Really, even though they have more fifty wins.
0: Yeah, the, bottom. Win the
1: bottom, the bottom is you got you got five twenty, yep. and, and you only got one that, that's under twenty on the on the East side. So it's like, sure, you didn't have like, I guess, really good teams. Yeah, but um. You had more so, like, mediocre. To, I don't know. It kind of balances itself out. It's just, it, for me, the reason why
0: I say that it's, you know, is because it just inflates these win totals. Like, we look at these these last three years and are like, this is some of the greatest three years of all – this is one of the greatest three-year stretches of all time because of the winning. But I, I, I think it matters that the the league is like – not very talented in comparison to other periods of the league yeah uh, and uh that that matters to me
1: no yeah for sure because it's like because you got to remember they're facing each of these teams i don't know what the structure is this year but usually for an nba team you a, a east team is facing a west team two times a year yeah. and then a east is facing a east team four times a year so if you have teams that are in these low wind, to- low wind ranges, right. that's easy Ws, especially for a team like the Chicago Bulls that is going hard every single game. And it's that's the like, other.
0: That, that's know. the other thing. the The regular season matters so much more at this point of the of this at this point of the NBA than it does now. For example, yeah, like every game is just a grind. Yeah, at, at least that's how it feels, in my opinion.
1: I'm trying to get the. Well, that, I mean, that's how they make it look too. I mean, but to, it was yeah. Jordan played 82 games in mostly every single season of his career. Yeah, like that's not usual, even for like a player like Kobe. Kobe was, a, was was one of those players that you would say you know was a grinder or whatever. But I don't think he played that many games throughout his his career either. Like that's just, that was just like the standard at that point. It was just different. The average pace is 90. Yeah.
0: That is fucking snail's pace. Yeah. That's incomparable. That's completely incomparable to where we are at in 2021. Yeah. It's just, we move so much faster. And that's why all our stats are inflated. That's why a lot of our guys put up big numbers. That's why 25 points a game is really the mark instead of 20. Or even in this era, it was more like 15
1: as and, a super, not as a superstar 25
0: oh, no. I'm saying it's like as like a, a first you could be a second option scoring 15 points a game Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yep. like it, that was common in this era Yeah which is just it, it's crazy it, 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 it's a totally different time Dennis Rodman is the legitimate third guy in a big 3 averaging 5 points a game It's just a different era Yeah which is
1: I I just I really think that's important to know um, but Jordan's gonna win, uh, all right. Because we've mentioned De- Dennis Rodman too many times uh, that we gotta like Draymond was was a, a second, a third option in a in a you'd say big three, right? Averaging very low points too. It, what they did on the other side, you gotta also right. I'm, I agree, but even
0: Draymond Green had to in in the the best Warrior season. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green was a shooter from the outside. That's what made them stand yeah, he's out, of the floor, yeah. like that, that. And so he would no, get that, at least closer that, to ten points. Less. Rod- Rodman, you were lucky if he took five shots in a game. <laughs> but yeah. it's just totally different. I, I agree with you. I know, and in my opinion, Draymond Green is that next generation's Rodman. It's the closest yes. thing, but there's no. The, Reggie Evans is the exact translation, and that I don't even think he—he he, he doesn't play anymore. He's old as shit. Fucking, like he plays in the big three now. There, there are no guys in the NBA who are just rebounders yeah. anymore that get to the level that
1: Rodman got to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Drummond is like, like, and like you mentioned, Lin- Lindsey, like the league now, like made Drummond going from like an All Star to like he's irrelevant uh, player. Yeah, he's not as relevant as before
0: and he's an excellent rebounder but uh jordan's going to win the scoring title this would be his 11th right yeah or tenth. Tenth. what scoring title 10th, yeah. 10th. 10th. Yep. i'm bugging i All was right.
1: like uh, i was thinking i was thinking
0: 11th in my brain because i count his rookie years winning the scoring title. <laughs> so <I was> <laughs> a fuck he had the most
1: points i don't give a fuck Uh, no don't listen to him guys we don't want you to sound when you talk to people we don't want you to sound crazy okay um but do you think this is a do you are you cool with this mvp or do you think it's a we're sorry about last year mvp i'm cool with it i'm cool with it more than your complaint from last last season only because of the story like because of the situation he had to go through made it more of like obviously, statistically, he was no—he wasn't the same as the year before. Right. But he had so much more adversity to go through this year versus last year. So I—I I could totally see why he would win MVP, and he deserves it. Um. Yeah, I—I'm I, not mad at it at all.
0: See, the fucked up thing is if you if it if they had flip flopped it, if they had given Malone this one and given Jordan last year's. I don't think I would have been I, I I don't think I would have bothered me at all seriously yeah, like would. Like you don't been.
1: take into consideration what happens during the year no <laughs> like,
0: oh, like I do that so I, <laughs> I do, but it's just i can't I can't fathom a guy almost getting his second straight his second consecutive 71 season. It almost happened, and it basically took one article by Jackie McMullen to flip the entire narrative on the season like everyone thought MJ was going to get that award and he didn't and this year I feel like the Bulls were struggling most of the like it was it was a snail's pace type deal
1: and like they needed him for all of those wins, like but that I,
0: could be—that's something that I've said literally the entire Jordan legacy breakdown we've done. They needed yeah, him to score every no, single. No, but the, battle. but
1: in this season in particular, like there was so much other. Like they, you just hearing, just knowing from the very beginning of the season, it was it was already said. This is the last season of the Chicago Bulls dynasty.
0: Yeah,
1: and it that that to start off the season being that, and then to go. Pippin's out for for the first like twenty five games or whatever forty games. Um, then Rodman goes and and, and is not there f- for some of the season. Like you have so much more adversity than the year before, where you had the whole team there. Really, like you. Had some, sure, there was some injuries the last year, but it, there was there wasn't really anything much adversity that they had to face.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. To me, it just feels. Definitely more of like a narrative thing, like like you had said, when because everybody knows it's the last season, I feel like that even gives them even more of a like a need to vote for him. Well, I just feel like it's a it's a sorry for last year type thing, my opinion. No, I, I think
2: don't. that MJ should have just gotten both MVPs and fuck Carl Malone.
1: I would be okay with that too. If anyone, that way because I don't like Carl Malone at all, but. I I am not mad. I, I I do think MJ should have got the last MVP, but I there it was close. It wasn't that it wasn't as it wasn't as crazy as this one. Like this one, if Karl Malone would have won it, you would there would have been a huge argument because like what MJ had to go through is just insane compared to what Karl Malone probably had to go through. He had his second star. He had everything. Like they won the same amount of games, but MJ had to go through way more shit. Yeah, but at least they won the same amount of games. Like, at least they won the same
0: amount of games. At least they fucking, like, because it's the same exact thing as last year. The only difference is Jordan won more games and he played better. That's my problem. It's like, (laughs) he didn't play better this year. He just had to do more narrative-wise.
1: What makes you think he didn't play? He had to do more this year than he had to do last year.
0: So, last year, Jordan, closer to 30 points a game closer to 50%. This is probably
1: this is this is what I'm talking about with the stats. We just and we just literally had this discussion. For for you to say that is totally disregarding. Jordan didn't have his second guy for 40 games, so he had to shoot more, he had to take worse shots and he and his team still won 8 less games with got with his second guy losing missing for 40 games. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten the award. I'm just saying if it had gone the other way, I wouldn't have been like I would have understood it more. Like I just, I I I still can't wrap my mind around 69 wins, scoring title.
1: Like, no, I feel that it, it that doesn't make it's sense. So funny me. that we like flip flop yeah. our top. Like last year, I was like that, and I and now I'm like the exact that. But we have it's because the stats are better than the narrative last year, and that's why we disagree. Because because the well, narrative is what the narrative's happened. not as good though the year before But it's it, better happened. this year. What what matters to me? Like you, I think you're looking at more of the results than the facts. Like the facts are, like if, if, Jordan, if Jordan if Jordan had those same stats with Scotty missing for 40 games, I'd be freaking screaming my brains out about the '97 season. But for him to, like, he, sure his stats are slightly regressed but we understand why when you have your second star, your second guy gone for for 40 games. Like that to me that's just insane. Like a mat, like think of any other superstar missing their second guy and they only lose eight less games.
0: I know, I just but this goes back to the the I if that happened in 2021, I don't think they could even come close to winning 60 games. Just because the pace is so
1: different. Jordan like it would be impossible yeah, you, to control that of the same. Like I, I agree with that I hundred percent. Like I, that's and that's why I, I. It's not as impressive to me that Jordan but, did this. But you're comparing the same. It's apples to apples, though, because you're comparing the same exact kind, of gameplay and seasons and and teams. So it's not like you're saying, "Oh, oh if, if he did this in 2020, no, this is the these are year back to back years." So you're saying, "All right, you're playing the same teams here. You won 69 games." Yeah. You're Playing the same team, the ne- the teams the next year, you you won sixty one. All right, you got an eight game difference, but your second guy, like this guy was gone. He he took he he. he there was so much adversity with the freaking organization, the right. the guy being gone because yeah. of injury, and you still were able to win eight less games. Like that's and sixty. No, he has sixty two games, so seven less games. Yeah, and it was the it was tied for the best record in the league. Like to me, that's just. Yeah, I guess it's just uh, for me, uh, like normally I'd look at it and
0: I'd go, well, Scotty Pippen's out. You got to find 20 points to make up. And like, I can understand it from that perspective and why that would be. But for me, it's just like, this is the only era where I would say 20 points, you might be able to make it 15 and just play better defense. Like, you're just holding teams to 70 every night. This is one of the few eras where you can actually pull that shit off. And I guess that's why. When I look at Scotty not being, like, that's why I don't look at it like, oh, Jordan had to do more. I just, for me, it's just, he's controlling the game. And we're going to see this going into the postseason as well, where he's going to continue to have these problems. of Injuries and and, uh, uh, adversity going Mm -hmm. into the playoffs. But I'm not mad that he got the award. I am mad that he didn't get last year's award.
1: (laughs) I'm not not upset that you you feel that way for sure. I Even just all. If you look at my the the last video when we talk about it, it seems like I'm upset about it, but I'm <laughs> more upset about semantics than anything. Uh, so, it's, but but again, just just to add on to that, yeah, Scotty uh, Scotty played so Scotty played half the season, right? Yeah, he had, 44 had games. Like, he comes back in mid January. Yeah, and he had lower averages from the year before. Yeah, and so like I just I just could totally see. Why people are looking at it and saying, "Oh, this guy clearly is MVP." Because you you got a guy that he missed half the season, but then he's also even when he came back, he's not as productive as he was the year before. So it's like that. Like you definitely feel like Jordan is just doing doing yeah. it all.
0: Uh, yeah, Scotty. Scotty's obviously not going to make the All Star team this year. Yeah. Um, and he's starting to enter a different chapter in his career. This is his last great season, in yeah. my opinion. Like when you look at Years after this point for him, when he when he leaves the Bulls, they're not going to be at least from a statistical standpoint.
1: They're significantly totally different. It's a drop off. It's like the cliff. Like the cliff, just he got his money, and then the cliff was just there. Yeah, pretty much. I can't believe people. Like, how much did he get paid? Can you look at his salary? His salary.
0: He plays okay in the playoffs for Houston, but uh, salary for them the next year. You mean? uh yeah well just in general yeah like what his salaries were each year so he's at two million this year he's the the stat will be on your screen the last stance wouldn't shut up about it he's in the hundreds for, for overall player salary yeah he made more than jordan did his
1: his entire career
0: he wanted to be traded true he wanted to be traded this year before he came back he was asking to be traded
1: yeah he was asking. All right, Scotty asked for a trade like at least three or four times throughout this dynasty. Yeah, he asked for it this year in the '98 season.
0: Yeah,
1: he, I think he asked for it in the '97 season too. Yeah, but he a hundred. He one hundred percent asked for it in the '95 season right yeah. before MJ came back. MJ so MJ that's got at least, him. yeah. Like, and mind you. We can go, actually, because we're probably never going to do a Scotty Pippen le- legacy breakdown. We could go a little bit in depth in this. Scotty's an asshole. Like, <laughs> he has to be, he, with well, Houston, he goes and forms like a mini big three with um Hakeem and, and Barkley. Yep. And then he goes and starts beef with Charles Barkley about his fatness. <laughs> you already know, like, you already know he's fat. You act like you, he he just, like, you randomly saw him and were like, wow, Charles, you're fat. You know that he's fat, and he was bitching about his, his weight and all this other shit and not being um competitive and ready. And then you go and ask for a trade after that, and then, like, he, this has been an issue throughout his whole career, and he's just a bitch-ass diva, and I just need to say that. The funniest part of... I didn't know that before when I was a
0: The funniest part of the last... Two of the funniest parts of the Last Dance with Scotty is when... He gets on the bus and just, like, uh, tears De- Jerry Krause, a new asshole, apparently on the bus. It's, oh, yeah. like, total flame session.
1: Annihilates him. Yeah. And then the... <laughs> Even Phil, had, like, felt a way about it. Yeah.
0: Everyone was like, damn, that was rough, Scotty. You shouldn't have done that. And then mm-hmm. the second time was when the reports came out about Scotty Pippen and he was requesting a trade, whatever. And all I could think, because this was, like in one of the earlier episodes. And all I could think is, oh man, can't wait for him to tuck his tail between his legs and fucking come back to the bulls and fuck in a few months. And And there he comes, there he comes in the hotel. Sorry. There he comes in the hotel and he's just like, you know, decided to just suck it up and come back for
1: my team. And it's just like
0: Scotty Pippen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
1: Scotty Pippen. He literally has what Jordan's ego, like Jordan has a huge ego, obviously, but Jordan's ego towards like, like, if he feels like he's below you're below him, he completely shits on you. Like that's how he he thought he f- truly felt like Charles Barkley was below him at yeah. that point in Charles' career cuz remember, this is like the end Charles, Charles is towards his last legs and yeah. he's just really trying to win a championship. That's why he's forming these big threes and bullshit. Yeah. Um which we will mention in Charles Barkley's legacy breakdown when we whenever we do that. Um but he felt like he was below him there. He felt like who coach was below him. And like th- this happened throughout his whole career. Yep. So, I don't know. He the Stop bitching. Ch- and I'm yeah. never going to buy your book, by the way. And this is, Oh, I'm going to buy your book. I'll yeah. buy your book. Russell will buy your book. I ain't buying your book. I'm going right. to let Russell tell me what happened.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to tell you on the program, because we're going to have to do a special on it. Cause yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be filled with spices.
1: Yes. The spices herbal spices yeah we'll just add it to the to the um saucy yeah we'll we just we'll just add it to the um the
0: playlist either that or yeah either that or it'll be uh an apex extra so yeah but uh scott so we took care of scotty but yeah sorry
1: scotty that you didn't make the money and stuff Yeah, we like, took care i'm not Scottie sorry you? Fuck, <laughs> you.
0: fuck you scotty fuck you scotty be a nicer person and be more honest yeah. fucking. So. We're we're good with MVP. Oh, where did Jordan rank in Defensive Player of the Year? I know we always like to look at that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You gotta see if he's top three.
0: Let me get that up.
1: I was watching I was watching this um this one video where this guy was looking at um Michael Jordan being the greatest defender ever. Yeah. And like he was like a LeBron fan or something, and he was just saying, he was just talking about, he was just like, Michael Jordan's the greatest <laughs> after that. Because he was just saying how much he just locks up. He was like, man, I need to shut the fuck yeah, up. Top four? Top four? All right. Top four, yeah. Got six
0: votes, whatever. Is going to get it this year? But yeah, Makes sense, though. Yeah,
1: didn't he ever like four blocks a game? Three blocks a game? Tombo? I think so. Yeah.
0: In three and a half. Yeah. Straight savagery. Tim Duncan's rookie of the year. So we're entering we're entering the new era. Welcome,
1: uh, to me. <laughs> I ain't playing. I don't show no respect to y'all, motherfuckers, man. But uh,
0: let's talk playoffs. I think we're good to talk playoffs. I think it's safe. So in the last dance, the Bulls kind of, or the the documentary kind of jumps right over this first round matchup against the Nets. And it's because I guess they're just not documenting uh, documentary. I guess they're not documenting straight up murders. Because this was a silent but deadly just ass kicking.
1: Yeah. Of- but in this yeah, this definitely shows you like this shows you MJ's MJ. Like his regular season stats look like they were a little declined, but the Bulls are coming in to the to the playoffs, obviously healthy. And he just Shit up murders.
0: Total total session. Leads all three games in scoring. Gets 30 in every single game. I want to get the shot chart from... Yeah, 16 of 22 in this game. 15 in the second half. I want to get the shot chart up here from game three. Because... MJ is like no longer the guy who's... As, like attacking the basket, yeah. he is now officially entered full. Like what what we all know and recognize as MJ's game, all post up fadeaways, all mid range work on the on the two wings where most of these shots are coming from, on the two elbows really, and the corners. He works these baselines a lot. He's gonna, if he's gonna go to the basket, he always takes it here. He, he loves using up and unders in his older age, like the, the fake dunk and go underneath. Mm -hmm. He uses those way more now, even than he did in his prime because he had, he can't finish with the dunk. So it's just, it's just all deception for him. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. A lot of, a lot of those one-handed ball hand fakes because he can palm the ball. Yeah,
1: that um, was one thing that a lot of players said was very like um dangerous about his game because you always which i don't understand that really like i feel like i would never go for one of those like he would just like fake it with one hand and i'm like why are you jumping like because, because it, when you think about it it
0: when you shoot a jump shot right and i'm not i'm not a fucking all-star basketball player at all but fucking when you shoot a jump shot form tells you you release out of the one hand so yes. when he fakes the shot and and doesn't release it that's what gets people to jump that's yes. what I always but, got my eyes he to jump. do it
1: with just one hand like there was so many times i would see him not even like use his second hand to like make it seem like he's taking a shot he would just like go up with one hand it's just very weird to me like the famous one is the one against uh well there's the one that Lindsay
0: was talking about at the end of one of these episodes with uh, the ball fake against the Magic, where he fakes the ball at the thing and then takes the jump shot. But there, yeah. the famous one is against the Wizards. He does it to Vince Carter. Vince Carter, I think it's Vince Carter, where he just gets him and then puts it behind his back, and it's just, and the guy just totally sails right by him. And it's because you're when you're in the key of the moment, it's hard to when somebody releases the ball out of their second hand. Your mm-hmm. mind thinks, oh, he's definitely shooting. Yeah. Not many people can pull the ball back in so effortlessly. Yeah, it's discipline for sure. Like it's a fucking Koosh ball. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Oh, Scott Burrell left. (laughs) Yeah, Scotty going two for 12 is disgusting. But Scott Perrell going nine for 11, three from five from deep.
1: Yeah. looks like Jordan's abuse. That hoe
0: is going in right now. Yeah. See, I can call Scott Burrell a hoe. He's cool with it. I'm cool with it. Why
2: don't I recognize his name?
0: Because he's a nobody. Well, you should rem- remember him from the last. But he's, but he's from the—he's the guy in the
1: Last Dance that Michael Jordan uh, would constantly make fun of, and yeah, he would just like literally bully, like in yeah in twenty twenty one. That's straight up bullying, and Michael Jordan will go to jail. Um- <laughs>
2: See, I just thought, see, I must have missed that part because I just thought Jordan was just a bully to everybody. I didn't know that there must was have a specific missed that part. target.
0: It happened like several times. My, yeah, happened throughout the whole my eyes closed throughout Every the whole stage. documentary. Yeah. I mean, I
2: probably did. I do fall asleep a lot watching TV.
0: <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> almost had that shit shoot right out of my nose. Uh, all right. So they get through New Jersey really easily. Uh, MJ, thirty plus points one, per game. Is Jason Kidd in this at this point? Uh no, he's in Phoenix still. This next this next team I'm pretty sure has Carrie Kittle's
1: and let's see, yeah. he play for Douglas. Phoenix. Say no, it again? I we I don't know if we'd ever do Jason Kidd's legacy breakdown, but I I definitely should I didn't know he played for Phoenix.
0: Yeah, he was uh he started out in Phoenix. Yeah. And that's why we do research before we do legacy breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> but Sherman Douglas on this team, uh Kerry Kittles, like I said, Keith oh, well? Van Horn,
1: another good shooter. I was gonna say we also talk about players we care about. <laughs> exactly correct. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, now but. you're gonna offend like one Nets fan out there. Well, well, I guess there's more I of them now. Jerry,
0: we love you. <laughs> yeah, I I know one, and man, if you're watching this, just fuck you. He's not, he's not. <laughs> if You're watching this, and so your name's Jared.
1: Fuck you. Anyways, uh, if we <laughs> they go, not some random Jared kid is gonna be like, oh my god, like why do they hate me? I mean, hopefully, hopefully, if he's a fan of me, he'll go, oh my god, Russell told me to go fuck myself.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> That was a
2: little weird. I don't think that'll
0: happen. That's what I want my fans to do. If you're a fan of me and I tell you to fuck off, you should take it as a badge of honor. Future Russell, edit. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just let you know. But (laughs) you think this is cool? (laughs) This is very. This is very cool. But uh, Bulls versus Hornets, second round, (laughs) and. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention from the first round, Jordan, once he won the championship, pretty sure undefeated in the first round. Yeah. Completely undefeated, never lost once. Yep. No one ever talks about that. Just like to point that out. So in the second round versus Hornets, uh, Jordan gets game one. They get it easily. They win 70 to 83. This goes back to what I was saying before about this being the perfect era for Jordan to have a team that can't exactly get it done from a scoring perspective, like where they have to pick up, or Jordan has to pick up the slack. Because in 2021, you can't hold the team to 70 points. If it happens, it's like this shocking thing. Most of the time, people score 70 points in the first half of play. Like I've seen a lot of 65, 68 halves in the playoffs, in the
1: regular season. Yeah, because cause, cause most people might say in this playoffs, in the 2021 playoffs, this did happen, but not as consistently. If you look at every single one of those games, they're in the 80s, eight, 70s to 80s range, where like this was like, normal in in the 90s. And in, in the current era, that's like one game, and then the next game, you're going to see them score 110, 115.
0: Yeah, it's you. Yeah. their usual, and again, we're talking about the pace. The pace is 82.5. So we're moving at an absolute snail's pace. Yeah. The winner of the series is the Bulls, and they're not going to crack 90 points a game average. Yeah. Wild. That's wild. But
1: uh, they're... Go ahead. You're good. No, I was going to say. So after the first game, you got um B.J. Armstrong. They, uh, they felt like that... Everyone felt like Bulls were easily going to get through this series. And um, BJ, at the time, hadn't played a lot um, throughout the regular season. But um, he felt like he knew how to beat the Bulls' system because obviously he played in the system in some of the core championship years. So um, they played BJ much more in the second game and and adjusted to the Bulls and bj does the ultimate no no what russell has been saying for his for this entire jordan run you do not sl- you do not wake up the beast you do not give these motherfuckers wait wait,
2: wait. so you're telling me bj blows it <laughs>
0: i watched that i watched that hit you because you hit you after it hit me and you were like (laughs) that's
1: hilarious i like that
0: oh he doesn't blow it quite yet
1: yeah no he actually like he he rides it Well, that's what he has to do. (laughs) He gets to to his spots, you know? Yeah, he does. And then afterwards, he just blows it. And he hits the money shot.
0: Yeah. But BJ's going to have the ball here. 23, 21 seconds left. Right on the elbow where Jordan's been making his money this season. And then, as you alluded to, he's going to turn around and look right at Phil Jackson. As we can see here, I'll try to get a little arrow on that. So, yeah, but he looks at Phil Jackson. He looks at the bench, and he talks about it in the Last Dance. You know, just trying to send a little message. You know, B.J. Yeah. Armstrong really is a a winner of the Last Dance documentary. Like, yeah. guy comes guy comes off so much more historically significant than he
1: doesn't. Like, yeah, no one yeah. even talks about him unless no unless, one. But. This leads to by far my favorite Michael Jordan moment and last dance moment. Okay, got Michael Jordan doing the most sadistic thing in the world after this this shot. He he you could tell that he's looking at he's watching the game play. He's like so angry that it happened and he's like watch this. But he he right before the game, he's smoking his cigar, he has a bat in his hand and he says you know, Are
0: you pissed
2: off on last night? Uh-uh. Wow. You think I should be? So what? We lost one game. You don't care. Well, oh, it'll be a dogfight tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all right. Let's see if all that trash talking starts when it's 0-0 instead of five, six-point lead. That's where it starts. That's the sound of a good man. If you can talk shit when it's even score, or talk shit when you're behind score. When you're ahead, it's easy to talk. Mike does not need any more gas in his car to get going. But then when you do that, you have to expect all hell to break loose from that point on. Uh, you know, you could talk all that shit when you up in the game, but let's see if if all that talk is there when the game is tied. And that shit, like, just like with a bat, like it was so like un, like sadistic. And it's so tr- like that's literally like how I feel about comp- like my, me as a competitor. That's exactly how I feel. I hate when people freaking they have the nerve to talk shit when they know that they're already winning. I'm yeah. like. I talk shit from the beginning, middle, <laughs> and end. I don't even care if I win because the next time I know I'm going to go hard to beat your ass. And that's how <laughs> I just like live my life. So when people do that, when they're up 10 points, 15 points, and it's like the the game's already over, and you talking shit, that's the pussiest thing in the world. Humans do not do that. Whoever's watching this show, don't do that because that's not cool. It's so Poor court etiquette.
2: <clears throat> exactly. Who has the better porn name? Magic Johnson or B.J. Armstrong? I think Magic Johnson is like a straight porn name, but B.J. Armstrong is like he's in gay porn.
0: I like that. Yeah, you're right. No, I don't really like that. Instead of it being B.J. Armstrong and it was B.J. Baby's arm holding an apple, I think that would be better.
2: No. I think
1: that, that it doesn't even make sense. But, but, but really, futuristic, Like at least keep my, my the soft, tough. I really need that i feel like i'm talking to god right now yeah but please, you are. please yeah, don't don't <laughs> take the whole thing out because i need people to know that don't worry post edit russell is more like the devil
0: than a god and will probably make you look as as, as
1: oh <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy does. with that i'm so so happy with that i'd rather Thank you me. be we treat this like it's 1990 instead of 2000
0: but, but my favorite uh, it's funny that you think that, that that's your favorite thing but because i saw that clip with him in the fucking bat. Years growing up as a kid, yeah, and it was always censored. It was always like, apparently, it was always cut up, and I never realized it until the last dance documentary when they showed.
1: I literally he never seen that.
0: that. I've never Cause seen that because I've okay. seen him. I've seen him say the exi- the phrase uh <laughs> with the cigar in his mouth. Like, yeah, <laughs> we that, see that, we see you when the scores uh tens when you're up by ten points. Yeah, well, the score is zero zero. That's when the real
1: shit. The, that was to me when I watched that show. I te- I remember texting you about it. Yeah. That that was like the realest shit to me because that's like that sums up how I like to explain competitiveness to people. But I could never like really explain it that way. Like I just hate. I just hate when people do that because I'm like, bro, that's not co- competition at all. That's like you already know you won. That's that's like the softest thing in the world. But yeah, it's just quint. To your point, it is
0: quintessential. Michael Jordan. Yeah. It is so like if you, if I could put a video definition of Michael Jordan in the dictionary, it would be that spirit, that two, that little clip, and then him dunking on someone. (laughs) (laughs) But he comes out after game two, right? Game three, game four, game five. I wanted to get his average for those last three games because he says in the documentary, you know, I'm Michael Jordan. I'm supposed to be dominating this guy. Mm-hmm. And now he's trying to embarrass me. And basically from that point on, from game two on, he says he put his boots on and went to work, basically. yeah. So let's see. In the last three games in the series, Michael Jordan, 30 points on the dot, 47.5% shooting. Four rebounds, four assists, and a steal. I would say these are below average Michael Jordan numbers.
1: Yeah. And well, that- I think I think this is more so just showing his 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 age more than anything. Because mm-hmm. I really do feel like, um, and this this these little things are what like the because we got to nitpick which Michael Jordan we're gonna pick for his apex year, yeah. and we look at things like this and where he thought he dominated, which he probably did. He he played 30 points on seven. Remember, he they were averaging 80 points a game.
0: Yeah,
1: that's 40 something percent of your team's points. So you were definitely dominating. But so you're you got to we're comparing Michael Jordan to Michael Jordan. So that and that's why it just doesn't look as good. So most other players in the league, even right now, that's great. Yeah,
0: thrilled. Would be thrilled with the performance. And this is Michael Jordan at 35 years old. Yeah. So, uh, 34. Wow, Glenn Rice. We're not going to talk a lot about Glenn Rice because he doesn't come up that much. But one of the more underrated players in this era because he could fucking shoot. He could play today, 100%. Glenn Rice, he's a fucking marksman. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to your point, Jordan, well, basically a third of his team's points here, 33-93. Yep. Uh, Luke Longley Express with 13 points to close it out here and Rodman 21 rebounds so Rodman is engaged the Kamikaze King is engaged
1: at this period of time do they have like the advanced defensive stats at this point or no it's probably more in the 2000s or something that they start getting into like those NBA. I don't
0: think so not on um, not game by game I don't think Because
1: the thing about Rodman that most people Like, you look at Robin, you're like, oh, he was just a great rebounder. But he was – he harassed people on defense. It's just his defense was more on-ball defense, and, like, it wasn't really steals and blocks and everything like that. He was just a a pest.
0: Yeah, defensive rating of 104 for this game. But they do have the advanced numbers. I wanted to get the rebound percentage, total rebound percentage. He's getting 30% of the boards. Yeah. Pretty damn good. And that's what they need from him from uh, advanced stats perspective. Has to, has to, has to, but they're gonna move on to face their really their 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 toughest competition of this second era. Yeah. Well,
1: the- oh, this is yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the second toughest team they faced right in the, in the entire decade. Between well, I mean, the 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 Pistons are still in this decade, so they're probably the third. Toughest team they faced in this. If
0: we're if we're gonna count the Pistons as the '80s, and we'll leave them.
1: They they just they have that one little season in the '90s where they go seven. So so it's definitely like, and the Pistons won. So,
0: but I think I think about if we're gonna exclude that, just to say it's the tail end of the '80s because it's it is it's tail end of the '80s. Yeah. Why does it bother you so much? No, because I just hate
1: that. That's the thing that frustrates me about Jordan Love. It's like it's just, like we exclude things to make it look better and it's just like it just doesn't make sense. Like no, we don't do that with any it, other team. Like are the other There yeah, if
0: it happened in 1992 I would agree with you, but it happened in 1990. It's the tail end of the 80s. Like it's, it's
1: nitpicking either way. Like it's- but it still falls in the nineties, like. Oh,
0: that's so. Right, we could
1: never, to just never gonna, You're never gonna see what I mean there. So going into this um, series, the Bulls and Pacers were the <clears throat> the first and thirteenth third um seeded teams in the East, yeah. and they were pretty much expecting each other. Um, the within the regular season, they actually had a tough game against the Pacers. Jordan was like out of character. Um, they really pissed him off, and he stated within that season that he hated playing against Reggie Miller. Is because, that the game where he like
0: goes like this and like gets at his
1: eyeballs, like almost? Um, I, eyeballs. I'm not 100 sure. I know what he. I know one thing he does do is throw the ball at um at this dude's head, um Mark Jackson's head. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was trying to underswipe him or whatever, and he ends up throwing it at his head while he's going out of bounds, and Jordan gets a technical. Um, so it was definitely one of those. Like, it was not a good look for Jordan. Like, he definitely yeah. had, had issues going against that team. And he also openly said he just didn't like facing Reggie Miller, mainly because he felt like he couldn't really guard him how he guards other people. Because Reggie was smart. He used a lot of the Euro tactics where he would just flop or, like, act like it's more excessive than what it was.
0: You think Reggie would be better now?
1: Yeah. I, I think he would be perfect for this era. I this just, is what how he played.
0: I try not to just assume, oh, everybody that can shoot would be better in 2021.
1: No, yeah, but this is like his era. Like, this is like, this is a lot of the tactics they use. Like, James Harden, that like Reggie Miller did a lot of that shit. Like, a lot of the like flailing and stuff. Like, he never bitched about the flopping back in, remember, like 2013, it was like an epidemic, like the flopping. (laughs) And you would never hear
0: anything from Reggie
1: yeah he was like, yeah no, that's part of the game guys you know? yeah, he invented
0: he invented the kick your leg out on a jump shot yeah. uh, it, it, the thing with Reggie is he's had so many iconic NBA moments that I think he gets overrated as an overall superstar because he's never scored 24 point6 points a game in his third year was the closest he got to 25. And I know the pace gets lower, and we talked about that. Mm -hmm. And it's still good that he scored 20. And in the playoffs, he kind of usually stays where he's at here. Well, he only played four games. But he usually stays where he's at or bumps up a little bit. But in these longer runs, he's basically the same in between 20 and 25 points a game, Mm -hmm. making three threes a game, which is pretty good. And this is is what really makes him stand out because nobody's doing this
1: yeah, in which is time. a star in the league now, even. Those stats that he's putting up is a star in the league now. Like, not like a second, you know, it's not, it's not like a um, like a first guy, but he would definitely be a second guy on the team. But he's pretty, did he make but the Imagine offer? him shooting 10 threes instead of six or five, because he's yeah. shooting five to six his entire career. Imagine him shooting 10, like. That easily bumps his his average up to twenty six.
0: Yeah, it, and this is one of the you guys from the past. I I I'm okay with you being like, just bump his threes up because he would do that. I agree. Yeah, like he would be he would definitely shoot ten to fifteen threes, and then in. bump
2: his free throws up because the fucking
1: yeah he he would take him and, different now. He would be,
2: have been protected yeah. more.
1: He's more of a James Harden. He does obviously not the same gameplay, but the same he would use a lot of James Harden's tactics with like the, fr- like forcing free throws and stuff like that. He would definitely do that because he don't did that's, in the 90s when it was, it was, it wasn't like that.
0: Don't you think that's interesting though, as we're, cause we're getting near the end of Jordan's career. So I'm just thinking more along the hypothetical thing. As yeah. soon as you said, uh, Jordan looks at Reggie and it, it, it says that he's annoyed with guarding him. It's interesting because he's going to have to guard like a thousand Reggies in 2020. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Which I didn't think about until just this moment. So uh, when yeah, when we do Jordan's hypotheticals, we we uh, like to bring up facts. People so, are going to get very upset. And you, <laughs> I, know people, I know people are going to be pissed off at that, but you could look back to this moment right here, and we explain why we think this. It's very interesting. Don't worry. Throughout his hypotheticals, we're going to be bringing this up too. So, so
0: did he say? Might, did he say I don't like guarding Reggie because he has to just run and chase around screens and stuff? No, he yeah, said he like he.
1: He directly said that he, he does all that flopping stuff. <laughs> that was literally what he like what he said. <laughs> hey, he, yeah he's got a, He's in
0: for a rude awakening, or he'll become one of the greatest floppers of all time.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Jordan? Era. Yeah, miss Sarah. Hey, whatever it takes to be great. If I got to be the greatest three point shooter, I'll be the greatest three point shooter. I don't
1: think, do you, you think
2: the they flopper?
1: flopper? <laughs> do you think they flop more than the twenty thirteen? I thought 2013 was really like an epidemic. Like, that yeah. shit was disgusting. D-Wade pretty much, like, made that shit, like... I'm,
0: it's so funny because I really wanted to bring that up when talking about this late 90s run and just watching Jordan's playoff runs. Mm-hmm. We talk about ticky-tack fouls. And we've heard coaches uh, against Jordan talk about ticky-tack fouls. Yeah. In 2021, you don't, you don't get a whistle when you take a jump shot just in the mid-range. Like, if you just take a straight-up jump shot and a guy, like, like touches your jersey, you really don't get a, like... I don't know. Hurt. I see that. I see that. But, if, but hear me out. I'm talking the way Jordan gets it, where he, he hits the fade and there's no... He's got plenty of room underneath him to, yeah. to land. It's nothing like that. He's got... But it's just yeah. a hand in his face. Yeah. The way we'd see a hand in his Usually face.
1: it's, like, whenever they touch his elbow or something. like something.
0: Like, I just find he gets more whistles on jump shots like that than i've than i've seen anybody get in years and i know it's because they changed the rules um because kobe used to get those in, in,
1: during yeah, that, that's what i was gonna say in, in my head i was like kobe used to get those all the time but i was like i didn't want to say that because i bring up kobe every episode so. and then <laughs> so i'm trying to like control then, it became, then the Wade, the way
0: Wade, Wade, and kobe did the the up fake yep. get you to bump and then hit the thing
1: right? a, he they stole that from Jordan.
0: Well, like Jordan there's a was slightly different because Jordan would move to the side and try and get an open shot where Kobe and Dwayne, like mad
1: physically. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you um, maybe you've they, seen they, that. They, they have like an actual conversation of Jordan and Kobe in an All Star game talking about. Oh, yeah. You, you, do you know? You remember that? Like it's like a famous On thing. The there. defender with the legs. I know about talking. Yeah, about- and then he's always like, he's always like, where are you gonna go? And he's like, I'm gonna go right into you. Like, yeah. Oh, his, that's you know, yeah. That's from he, when he was he, the Wizards. He, yeah, he got that from Jordan. Like, that's a foul all day long. Oh, I know you ain't talking. I know you ain't talking. Hey, you only got three now. I got six. <laughs> I would get that
0: foul. You only got three now. <laughs>
1: I know where you're going. You
0: gotta get up quick. If you knew where I was going, why you go for the face?
1: Like, after you face the ball, else you you gonna go? You left your feet. Yeah, but where else you gonna go? In the game, I go for you. I, all I, go way for, I go for these right
0: here. It just goes to show that the the game is completely different, and the Jordan's game outside of this era. I just, I'm really interested to, see, to when we really break it down, seeing how it's gonna translate.
1: But and what I love about doing these legacy breakdowns is you really do see that the players were perfect for the era that they were in. Yeah. Like when you try to take them out, it almost doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like not because like for there's some players that like, I feel like Reggie Miller, whenever we do do his, his legacy breakdown. Yeah. Um, I feel like he would be one of those players that he was, you could tell he was um, ahead of his time. I, like yeah, he-
0: that, And that's, that's basically why I asked, do you think he'd be better now? Because I don't, I don't I it feels like he was almost overrated for his time in the era and maybe you're right maybe he would be a lot better. It's so interesting how all of the teams that have given Michael Jordan particular issues throughout this his entire career they all have the same makeup. Like there there's no team that's like not built with size on the inside um tenacious point guards Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, physicality being the third. Yeah. And then a guy of the two guard position to frustrate him. Be it Joe Dumars, mm-hmm. John Starks on the Knicks, yeah. Reggie here with the Pacers. Okay. And all the teams that are built to beat Jordan or are, that give Jordan problems are all built the same. Because the Davis boys are Antonio Davis and Dale Davis, they're really physical inside rick yeah. Smith, huge huge human <laughs> back in the middle how tall is he six or seven, seven, four. Four. Oh my seven four, 250 that guy is like a
1: giant twig i'm i would like to see how many times jordan went in the paint in this, <laughs> this series because before we already pointed out that he was a he's definitely a, mi- a mi- deadly mid-range shooter at this point but i'm sure that he didn't take as many we I want the shot breakdowns, for, but like the spacing and stuff, right? Like the the um, zero to ten feet, eleven to nine, nineteen feet. They don't have that.
0: Can I get that per series,
1: like that, or do I have to uh, look up? No? no, I think it's it'll be per season. Yeah, that's true.
0: true. Damn it! I wish they had playoffs. Oh one. no, they do. Look three. You see the yeah uh, here they do, but they don't have it. This is just for the whole season.
1: Sure. Yeah, okay, but that's still that's still kind of shows. I wish they had it for the postseason but he's still so, taking weight he he's still that's what, that's what i wanted to know because some, you, th- we talk about deadly mid his deadly mid range game but when you break it down by stats like that it doesn't look as deadly as as yo i'm not even going to say what i want to say let's keep on because <laughs> cuz i'm about to go in because everybody made it seem like kobe wasn't but my kobe's Save stats it. look better than that
0: Save it for the hype they look better
1: than that that's all I'm saying.
0: Save it for the hypotheticals. Fucking. But. But uh, but so. Jordan takes game one. Yeah. Right? Bulls take game one. They take game two as well. Yeah. And those are both in Chicago. Yeah. Game three. Also, all these games are really close. Only yeah. one game is a, a double digit victory.
1: And, and, and really. Like. That's, and I know I mentioned this before, but the, throughout this whole 90s run, it's been like that. Like, he does, they don't really have much blowouts. It's always closed games within a couple possessions, like, and that, like, it just, it's just little things like that, that, that's why all of these players, like, they, even Reggie, like, he's looked at, at a higher light because he has more chances to hit these game winners and to, you know what I mean? Like, to look clutch. Reggie, 28 points in game three.
0: I want to see how many he had in the fourth quarter. 28 points in game three, 13 in the fourth quarter. Including Four or
1: five shooting.
0: Smashed in the fourth and quarter. And that's
1: Jordan guarding him. Yeah. You know Jordan's guarding them.
0: Yep. MJ not to be outdone, 10 points in the fourth quarter for himself with 30 on the game, his usual. 30 on 22 shots. I'm telling you, man, we're going to do somebody else's legacy breakdown, and these this volume shooting is just going to, like, fuck me up. Because we, we spent a lot of time in LeBron's legacy breakdown focusing on the efficiency, right? And it's, when we talk about the era, this is not the era of efficiency at all. This yeah. is the era of shoot it and pray you make it because the
1: defense is hard. But Jordan was definitely different in this era because he was, besides these last like couple, couple years, he had yeah. been extremely efficient. Right, right.
0: And for a guard and the amount of uh, you know outside work that he's got to do yeah thing but uh they get they get through game three game four another two-point win for the pacers and this is reggie's famous buzzer beater that he hits where he shoves mike yeah look at Jalen, young Jalen rose youthful Jalen. I hope he misses.
1: Ah, fuck! He, he, really miss. he, he was going to miss. He was going to miss. Post-production, I, I go and say, I'm pretty sure he's going to miss one of these free throws and we're just going to shit on him. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's all that matters. Well, uh, pre-production. This is right. the other
0: one? He's a fucking oh, bum! Oh, what a fucking bum! He's always a fucking bum!
1: Wow. Uh, and, and MJ... It's just like, yo, fuck this. Man.
0: At least Pau all split the free throws in the fourth quarter. Scotty mm-hmm. seems to miss all of these in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's fucking embarrassing. Dennis Rodman's more clutch than Scotty. It's fucking yeah. embarrassing. He's not, yeah. yeah. I think my favorite part about this buzzer beater that's about to happen is Larry Bird's reaction.
1: Yeah. No, no. My favorite part is just how hype Reggie gets. Like,. <laughs> Just goes crazy, but he goes crazy, but if they want the i I'm pretty
0: sure the um the n b c footage points right to Larry Bird, and when you see Larry, he's just stone cold, so Reggie just completely shoves Michael out of the way, bang, bang, makes a shot yeah. huge shot Indiana goes crazy I, want to see Larry. I really want to see Larry Bird <laughs> Larry Bird. I'll try to get the I'll try to get the no, I think
1: I think they're gonna show it. They have to.
0: He just looks at him like he's so hype and like Um and then MJ comes right back down, right?
1: Yeah, yep. That then the, the reason Larry was so mad was because he left some time on the clock.
0: Yeah, right? And he he just didn't wanna give off that that vibe of we won, yeah. it's over. That's dope that they didn't call that though. Cause like, that is like in the- Well, current... that, well reggie, Reggie's reggie gone on to say that they, he knew that they weren't gonna call it. There was no way. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the ref didn't call it. I went with it. Like Magic says, by any means necessary. So I apologize. I've never said that publicly. So Greg, okay. I shoved you and kept you down. To my fierce, Rival in the central division, yeah, Michael. I did push you too,
1: (laughs) but I've seen you do it so many other times to so many other players.
0: (laughs) I figured it was okay. Just don't the refs swallow their whistles in this Mm -hmm. part of the
1: game, and you should, yeah. I mean. Reggie did what you're supposed to do. I'm not mad at that. It, we
0: God, would I mean, be saying otherwise movie. if they... Oh, nice. Okay, they're going to have it. My favorite part. <laughs> <It's> my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Larry.
1: Because we got to remember Larry. Larry Bird. You can see
0: everybody no. around him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I look at him and think, like, why wouldn't you be happy for your team? Larry Bird did this shit for, like, as his day job. That is job description work for Larry. Yeah, yeah game winners were nothing for him, so... Sure. Definitely,
0: but uh so, Patriots will tie the series there. This was a series where many expected Chicago to be the overwhelming favorite. Favorites finish them in like five games. I don't know why though, because like
1: they were only four games apart in the regular season.
0: Just because Michael Jordan was a phenomenon, it's really the only reason I can give you.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but
0: that's <laughs> the truth.
1: Yeah, like. <laughs> Um I mean usually especially in this era in this era is more so you have one star, so it's like you know, whoever has the best star is gonna win is what they're thinking, and Michael Jordan's the best star. Like So Chicago
0: gets a nineteen point win in game five. Game six historically we've seen Chicago close out all these deals in game six when they have three wins. Yeah. Uh especially in the NBA Finals that's facts and they're not going to be able to do it here in this one versus the Pacers the pace is 78.4 for the game yeah. so you're just moving at a snail's pace Jordan 35 points but the reason why I'm singling this game out in particular is because they had some serious trouble with the dunking Deutschman Or not, is this the dunking Deutschman <laughs> yeah I think he's the guy before before yeah, the funny call. name to me. But Rick Smith's eleven of 12, 25 points for Rick Smith in game six. Saving the Pacers because Reggie straight up sucked a fat cock. Yeah, that was horrible. In game six. Eight points, two of thirteen from the field. Is that MJ's doing? Most likely. Most likely, right? Because Jordan thirty five points, twenty three shots here. A, a prime Jordan game. Yeah. Scotty, nineteen points on eighteen shots. His usual garbage from an inefficient standpoint. Oh
1: God, <laughs> it's all the Longley. other things he did, man.
0: Luke Longley, express, long good. Luke Longley, express five, five for ten. Dennis Rodman coming off the bench in this game. They, they they did that a couple of times in these last few seasons, and yeah, I I really don't totally understand the logic, unless it's just because. Rick Smith is huge, yeah. and they
1: have to have Longley, and just because he's also huge. Which, that, again, like in certain for certain um, years that we bring the, the if we was to bring one of these teams, that would matter a lot. You know, like seeing what Phil Jackson's plans were usually when facing these big, you know, centers and stuff. True, and uh, going forward, if he's gonna play
0: small ball. These other guys, you know, he'll be, he won't be afraid to do that. If yeah. necessary, yeah. So they're they're gonna lose Game Six, and Jordan had only been in three Game Sevens before this point. Mm-hmm. He was one and two in those games. Yep. Yeah. What was the Game Seven that he won? The the Knicks. That's it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. And he's also had. You know, the shot against Cleveland, that, the famous... Mm-hmm. shot against yeah, Cleveland fine. Yeah, it was game fine. Five, similar situation. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of nerves for Michael Jordan's end heading into game seven. And you can tell uh, when they do the last dance and they're talking about, you know, that guy who has cancer, that guy Gus, who was his yeah. bodyguard, and he came for the game seven to inspire mm-hmm. MJ. When they cut to Michael in, in, in the back, And MJ's just like, and, and you hear Ahmad Rashad go, some can, some can't. And the funniest part is Jordan looks at him and goes, you are not instructed to talk to Scott (laughs) Perrell. You'll you'll scare the shit out of him with that
1: talk. (laughs) This was like perfect for like this storybook season. Like you had to throw us game seven in there. like. It was just like perfect to to like add to the drama that was already there. Like to me, the amount of adversity he had to go through this entire season, yeah, that's like historical. I don't think there's been any player who ha- had to do something as like, like not just like off the court for the most right. part. You know, like the only thing you could think of is like this co- that COVID season. You know, like yeah. which is a ton. But, so um,
0: I, the only thing that I, the first thing I think of is 2018 LeBron, and not from an off the court perspective, but from a, I remember when they had that game seven against Wall the Pacers that year,
2: yeah, and then and they
0: Celtics. did it, and then they did it again against the Celtics. Oh, Celtics? The, yeah, the Celtics, yeah, the Celtics. They went, they went to seven oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in Boston, mm-hmm. in Boston, and that's the only thing I can compare to how people must have felt in 98 where I'm sure that game, this game seven got big ratings and it was just like, Oh, Jordan may, maybe he'll lose. Maybe, maybe he'll actually lose. I was rooting so hard against LeBron. I thought that I, was totally <laughs> lost. I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like I said, as I yeah, always you saw, were no, you were rooting for him. That's one of my favorites. So that might've been the only point in history I was rooting for him. Yeah. But uh, Bulls are going to get to the half, forty-five to forty-eight, and Jordan, fifteen points on thirteen shots. It's a very slow, uh, slow game pace. Again, under eighty, right? Yeah. And the third quarter is where Tony Kukoc is going to have the best quarter of his career, and I think, (laughs) uh, all things considered. This is Tony Kukoc's best game of his career. So Tony Kukoc's going to go perfect from the field five of five, three of three from three point land for fourteen points in the they third quarter. Games. In all tw- and played every second of that quarter. Right. They only beat the Pacers by a one in that
1: quarter. Yep. Like. So and Kukoc- one thing I did notice about these Bulls teams is the second quarter was you know like the Warriors teams like the, that dynasty. The third quarter was always their big yeah. kind of spread things open. The, s- the Bulls was always the second quarter. And it's weird. Like, you would think it, maybe it's because Jordan's going against the second unit. So yeah. he's like, Wallen.
0: They were also, I mean, it goes without saying, but they were also a really good fourth quarter team. Like, mm-hmm. they made the fourth quarter their quarter too because they – like, if it, I would have said the fourth quarter over the second quarter just because – of how much they tighten that defensive pressure.
1: Yeah. But I'm t- I'm talking about when they, if you look at quarter by quarter comparisons, it's yeah. always, that's the second quarter is always where they break open the, g- the game or at least come back or whatever. Right. Like, fourth quarter is always like, they definitely close out. Like, they're a great fourth quarter team. But yeah. I always look at, like, I've noticed, at least, what I noticed a lot with the Warriors because I watched them all the time. And it was just like, they would just go on those spurts. And yeah. And and it be, was oh. ridiculous. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So And and like the the Bulls are very similar to the Warriors. Not in the way that they score and stuff, but like in that the, the dynasty and stuff. Think about this. Bulls as a team
0: shot 38% in Game 7. Pacers, 48%. And they still lost. What's the free throw disparity? Pacers. Pacers thirty seven free throws, bulls forty one. So yeah. relatively equal. Yeah. And what's the three point shooting? It's just uh six for fifteen for the bulls and then I think the pacers- you know, six of sixteen for pacers. So it it's relatively similar. It's just the difference came down to control or time of possession, in my opinion. Okay. Was, uh,
1: my one more thing, what
0: was the turnover? Turnover differential? Yeah. Twelve to nine. So a couple more.
1: It's just three more possessions.
0: Yeah, but but Jordan, especially in the fourth quarter, and I noticed this when we were doing when I was looking at the footage in the fourth quarter. It's not like he plays super well because he doesn't, mm-hmm. but it's just like like a quarterback. It's the closest thing I've seen to quarterbacking. And LeBron's the only person, and Kobe did this too, also, uh, when he had it. But that ability to just, okay, this is how the game's gonna have to be in order for us to win. Mm -hmm. We got, we gotta keep the possessions down. We gotta tie, we gotta play hard defense. And I, I gotta, you know, make it happen here. Yeah. And it's just, this is, I think the luckiest the Bulls got in this whole dynasty, if we're going to talk about just sheer, how the fuck did they win this game? Because if you look at all the numbers, like I said, it doesn't really add up as to why it happens. But in the fourth quarter, they just, they're able to edge them out ever so slightly and and get it done. It's it's just pure, like, it's all experience and Mm know-how. It's all it is. And Reggie Miller to this day feels like this got away from him.
1: Completely got away from him. And I feel like he didn't play bad. Like he played like I feel like they he did as good as he could do. He he feels like to this day that he
0: was the better team, that they had the better team than Chicago. I I can't tell him he's wrong, but he didn't win the fucking series, so tough shit, Reg. (laughs) But
1: I don't know. I feel like I feel like they would have lost against the Utah, though, more than likely.
0: Probably. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. That that'd be something interesting to look at. Uh, a hypothetical. And another hypothetical, just yeah. like yeah, just a random. If bulls don't exist, what happens? <laughs> but uh, long as hypotheticals, because you're, you're going. <laughs> bulls, bulls are gonna bulls are gonna make their sixth NBA Finals of the '90s. And the second straight time they face U- the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Uh, I had something written down for game one.
1: And Utah wants to get it back in blood. If y'all know that song, <laughs> uh, 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 get it back in blood. Uh, 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 uh. They Utah beat
0: Chicago during the regular season. Yeah. And many felt like this was a very even matchup yeah. going into it. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, it depends on who you ask. Some people felt like it was very even and then other people felt like, ah, oh, Jordan dominates them.
1: You yeah. know, The the biggest thing I know Utah's biggest thing was they wanted, they wanted, um, they felt like if they had home court advantage, they would, they would be able to, um, win the series. Um, that but, was like, that was uh, actually i remember that was a narrative and especially mentioned in the last dance and um they got their opportunity so because they they won the regular season series that they um they got home court because they had the same exact record yeah
0: because they had the same exact win totals and uh, yeah I think it came down to head to head.
1: Yeah, the no, Bulls. Jazz won, both? Jazz won both these games. Oh, the Jazz won both. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha.
0: I thought this was the Bulls. Okay, mm-hmm. Jazz won sense. both these games against against Chicago. So I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, that's the Bulls reason. That's the right there, yep. But they're going into Game One, and they are able to take Game One from MJ. I feel like this is the first Game One we've seen them lose. Am I bugging? Uh, no, I think they've lo- I think they lost. Um, because
1: they won in '96, they won. Let me check. Last year. they went three up, three zero in '96. They won the the first two games in '97. Yeah, they um, um they won in '93. They might have lost. No, they, I think they won. No, they might have lost against the Suns. No, because Barkley, that's his biggest regret. Okay. Um, and then '92. Um, oh, no, they, they won the in '92. Oh no, they lost against the the Lakers. They did lose against Lakers. The
0: yeah. They
1: lost against the Lakers game one and then won the next four. They did. So this was their so
0: isn't that fucking weird? I love fucking sports poetry. So yeah. they, they lose they lose their first game one and they lose their last game one in the NBA Finals. Yeah. Fucking love it. Uh oh but, it's a script, but we <laughs> this fucking guy. I mean they do it on purpose. But uh, (laughs) what did Carl Malone finish with in this game? So, Carl Malone, 21-14 and on 25 shots. Carl Malone. You know how how
1: much of a scrub you got to be? (laughs) Like, I don't know. A lot of people consider him, like, a top three power forward of all time. Some people consider him the best, which is crazy to me. Um, But. Why, are you, why have you shot 25 shots and only scored 21 points as a power forward? These two years, these two NBA finals dictate Carl Malone's legacy
0: so much because of how mostly awful he plays. In comparison, again, comparing Carl Malone to himself, he, he, many felt he didn't show his best game on the biggest stage, except for one game that we're going to talk about. Yeah.
1: With. And that's why a lot of people have Barkley over him because what Barkley showed his ass in the NBA final, you know, yeah. like he, he wowed it out. Um, do you think if Carl Malone wins these two NBA finals, he'd be looked at differently in the all time list? Oh yeah. He's a, he's got, he's the second number
0: two on the scoring list with two champions. Are we assuming finals MVP? Yeah, of course. If we're assuming finals, two yeah, finals, at least win one. one. I, I'm giving him one of the, one of the. Okay. Give him one finals MVP.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's probably and possibly
0: winning one of them. He's probably getting looked at as a top ten guy.
1: Yeah. Probably. Uh, or he's going to be. He has, two, he has two MVPs. Yeah. What? What's uh, the '99 season in the and the '97? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just he's just 20 and he's just 25 and 10. He looked that as the top power forward ever or Tim Duncan still got that
0: That's an argument it.
1: five rings f- five rings two MVPs for Duncan three MVP no oh no two MVPs three finals MVPs yeah. yeah uh I'd still give it to Timmy but yeah. but but he'd be
0: Harman second was 20 and 11 for 20 years basically yeah.
1: he'd be second though right I mean right now he might still be second to people yeah, he'd probably be he'd have to be second. second. I think he's second right now. I I, gotta, I
0: have I, have I personally it. have Garnett oh, yeah. and maybe Dirk, but I'd have to really think about it. I I, I like I like
1: Garnett. I a hundred percent would argue Garnett over Malone. Yeah, um, Dirk. That one's closer. The, the only closer. reason I, I would I nah I'm doing it. I, the only reason I'd I'd go Dirk twenty eleven. In 2011, Carmelo <laughs> could never do that. No, there's very few people that could. Yeah, and and honestly, they <laughs> have very Carmelo. <various, laughs> like oh, you good, you good. Sorry, Carmelo went through his whole career pretty much being middle of the pack, just like Dirk. Yeah. Dirk was not great. He went to two finals, just like Carmelo did, but he won one of them, and it was because and he ended up beating the four, the three or four best players in the league at the time. Yeah. Four out of the f- top five: Wade, LeBron, um, Durant, and Kobe. And these were all in their prime. Like it was like Kobe was just at his tail end, yeah. but Kobe was great. Kobe but still was playing, still like, playing well. Uh, what do you call it?
0: But that even before Dirk did that, no one thought Dirk could do it.
1: <laughs> I, yo, I, I we might be the only people ever to just talk about Dirk all this, like because that. that you just have to. He has to get his respect at all It points. matters.
0: It matters, and uh, I'm sure it won't be the last time we talk about it either. But uh, game two, Bulls take it on the Jazz's floor. Jordan, 37. Big ones. I don't know why I have this face on. Yeah, that's what I want Anyways, like, like we got Represent, to... representing that ball, people, yeah. around the world. Love yeah. it.
1: Because pretty much – so what the narrative was right here is is, Utah got –
0: 33 for 37 points. Volume shooting
1: is just so Uh, popular right now. And Utah Utah at this point is thinking we got them on the ropes. We got exactly what we wanted. We got home court advantage. Um, We could be the first team in this Bulls run – to go in the finals and go up two-zip on these Bulls. That's what they're thinking at this point. And Jordan says, no, 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 buddy.
0: He puts up 13 of his 37 in the fourth. And just gets to the foul line. Pretty sure he puts a lot of these guys in foul trouble most of the game on the Jazz. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. five five fouls for Malone, six for Hornacek, five for Stockton. Byron Russell did pretty good. But being it, amazing, from the Foul's perspective. Right, yeah. Um But so they so they they tie the series. We go into game three, and this is God. this is something that we have to talk about. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that this game was good because it's not. But only in nineteen ninety eight. And only in this late '90s era could you see a team that makes the NBA finals score 54 points in a game. Timeout. What?
1: What? What about the the um the Boston? 50s? Massacre? The '50s, maybe. No. What about the Boston Massacre? The it wasn't that? Big. I don't think it was 50. I think it
0: was like 70. Yeah, I'll look it up though. It's look still it up. up. So
1: crazy. Because I, I, I was think- just thinking about because that's pro- that's what t- probably tied for. Or one up there for the biggest. That low. is the lowest scoring. No, oh, yeah, I know that. But I mean, fan. in terms of blowouts, because that was a what? That was a forty piece.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: The Boston Massacre was up there too, though. That
0: was eighty five finals, right? Oh no, yeah, No, it's this it's this year, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. One fourteen to one forty eight. No pace. Also, fun fact, fun fact. Pace in this Boston Massacre one hundred and ten. Just for some perspective, yeah. Mason, Utah Jazz at Chicago, ninety-one point eight. Mm-hmm. It's just only in this
1: era. Well, this era, and then in the two thousands, it hits that too. Not, not yeah. as just, almost just as bad though. Almost as bad, but but th- th-
0: these these last few years here for Jordan are just yeah. like snail's pace. But
1: it worked perfectly for him because I don't know. If he's not if, if the pace is faster, if he can win as, as much. Totally as totally
0: agree. Yeah. Um twenty one for seventy to the Jazz. They they make twenty that's gotta be the lowest amount of field goals ever made in a finals game. That's insane. Twenty one.
1: That's like when I'm shooting in my in the court and I'm just <laughs> and just trying to work on my game. I'm shooting twenty one at seventy. <laughs> that's
0: what I'm saying. MJ 24 points on 14 shots 11 free throws. That's more efficient. That's a more something you'd see later on in yeah. in uh the in a different era. Yeah. That line. Yeah. Uh who coach pulling his weight Harper uh Rodman only playing 22 minutes a game at this point. Uh and it's after game 3 and I feel like I have special uh you know As Shaq likes to say, uh, special classification or whatever the fuck he says. Oh, okay. I have special classification to talk about this. Dennis Rodman went to WCW after game three of the 98 finals to be with Hulk Hogan and become become a member of the NWO (laughs) and be known as Rodzilla on television ironically later on the, ironically after the finals carl malone's gonna go join them and they're gonna have a tag team match
1: oh okay so it's after okay I didn't it's, know. it's
0: gonna be it's gonna be hulk hogan and dennis rodman versus uh diamond dallas page and carl malone and uh it's a it's a shit show it's really entertaining but worst. why would
1: they like like that that is like a perfect example like if that happens in the 2000s, they'd be getting ripped on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like crazy. The
0: late 90s, the late 90s is just my favorite era of modern time. It's yeah. just so awesome. But Rodman misses practice, and then he uh, he proceeds to hide from the media. He goes, I don't want to talk to anybody, nothing. <laughs> and that's one of the best parts in the, last, in the Last Dance, when you really get an idea for how much media is surrounding that fucking team. Yeah. 300 freaking media out there. Dennis blew off practice and he got fined, and he's got nothing to say to nobody. So we got to try to sneak him out gate three and a half. As soon as Rodman goes through the door, you just see this like stampede of media chase him. Yeah, fucking insane. Um, but he's still gonna play game four, and it's yeah. funny to hear Jordan uh, in practice just going, Rodzilla! <laughs> <laughs> just I
1: didn't, I didn't even notice
0: that. Fucking with him like an asshole every yeah. time. Um, but Rodman's gonna do much better in that in game four. Fourteen points. 14 rebounds. fourteen rebounds, excuse me. He never had fourteen points. My fault. Um, <laughs> Jordan thirty four on twenty seven shots, and Scotty big oh. twenty eight point performance. Okay, I was I was wondering if you were gonna say anything about it. Five of ten from three. I have to say something. Yeah, like real well. Twenty eight, yeah. twenty eight, nine and five with a steal. Yeah, just really like played really well and. It's ironic because in game five, the very next game, right? Yeah. Yep. Utah's going to win, and Pippen's going to – well, first of all, Carmelo's going to have the best game of his finals life. Yeah. With 39 points here after I shit on him earlier. Um, this is the best game of his NBA. He carries them. Straight up carries the Jazz here.
1: Yeah.
0: But Pippen's going to throw out his bat
1: yeah. in this game. I think it goes towards the last – Final plays in the in the in the game too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's no excuse for his awful game that he plays. Ku cool coach though, Ku cool coach with thirty.
1: Yeah, 11 of thirteen. Fucking, at least Jordan's getting help from somebody. Jesus, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, the fourth Hall of Famer on the team. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta definitely get that. These are the kind of games that we remember that let you in the Hall of Fame.
0: Rodman, absolute, absolutely nothing. Only three rebounds for Rodman and five personal fouls.
1: Yeah. That, well, that makes sense because you just got – Just being generally awful. What, what, huh? Just being generally awful is Rodman. Well, no, but then Malone is also killing him on the other side because Rodman, yeah. he's part of him. But everyone thought the Bulls were going to win it on their
0: home floor here. Yeah. And Malone just wasn't having it. Played yeah. the best game. Basically the best game of his career. Yeah. He's like, you got you to gotta win it in Utah again if you want to. And so now, this is the scene going into game six. Pippin, his back is fucked. Yeah. Rodman, That's- sorry. No, you go. Rodman, he is uh, in full Kamikaze King mode, just being a piece of shit at all times and hanging out with Hulk Hogan <laughs> in WCW. So he's basically not there. You got. Ku coach, who's been playing pretty well these last two rounds, right? Yep. But you can't rely on him to get thirty every night like he did in game five or games uh, yeah, game five. So yes. you're you're just trying to relax and make sure, sh- and you know you got to win this game because even if Pippin guts it out for game six, mm-hmm. he's probably not going to make it game seven.
1: Yeah, facts. Yeah, the it's still, even even so because he's he's you could you would imagine Pippa was gonna play because that's just what players did right you would assume game seven two days later it's gonna be at, I mean better circumstances well oh yeah at this at this point it was two three two still right yep yeah so the the odds were really stacked against them so if they made if they made they pushed her their luck with the
0: game seven last year. Yeah. So they really can't. And I'm sure there are people in the media saying they cannot see game seven against Utah in Utah. Like that. Yeah. Because so. the odds are so unlikely that they'll win that game. And so Jordan is focused. And you can tell he's focused going into the game, right? Very first play that Scottie Pippen makes, or second play, he goes up for a dunk. And he makes he, – he, he immediately – I think it was the first point of the game was, was Scotty's dunk. Oh, maybe so. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because um, he, he, he makes – he, he does a turnaround jump he, uh, jump hook later back on. You're right. Um, but he, he goes for the dunk and he throws out his back immediately. And he's, he, he's just like, I'm telling MJ I can't go anymore. And I'm sure Michael's like, shut the fuck up, you little bitch. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: Um, You've done this to me way too many times, Scotty. We got it. This is our the last dance, motherfucker. Just keep dancing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so, essentially, after the first quarter, and Jordan realizes what he's dealing with. Yeah. He paces out the game, and I want to know what the pace is for this game. Seventy-six point three, the lowest we've seen so far right jordan uh you can set you can absolutely tell that he is visibly stressed because he knows that he has to take every shot and do what he did the, in game 7 versus the pacers where he had to slow the game down and go pace pace, pace slow, yeah. slow, slow
1: no slow, slow. 100% cuz he- you're uh, because he, de- he, even like, even toward it was, it was almost as if he had to like, it was like a boxing match in a sense where it, it was like, um, you would, you could even argue that it was like that Lee Frazier bullshit, you know, like where, he, where he had to kind of wait them out because, and, and hope, hope for them to get tired kind of thing. So then he could, he could you know, go, go in for the kill and close it out. Cause that, I mean, that's what they did a lot throughout. Like he, he always was the closer anyway. So he just want, he always wanted to keep it close and he knew that he would be able to close out the game. It's interesting because
0: without so magic, right? Magic 1980 game six, he goes crazy in that game, right? One of the all time great, uh, performances in a closeout Yep. right larry bird his his signature moment like this is either game six versus the rockets in 1986 Mm -hmm. where he just plays amazing or game seven versus the lakers where he he's able to beat magic right in that closeout game all these i bring this up because um all these greats these all-time great players and jordan's seen as the greatest Yep. have these moments and Jordan never really had a moment like this to this point where it was like, this is different than anything previously, in my opinion, because he's not the super freak athlete that can just like, it's cool. I can, I can put up, I, I you know, I can get to the basket. I can dunk on whoever I want. I got unlimited at energy. You're saying at this point in his career. Yeah. Yeah. He can't just do that like where a younger Jordan could and maybe, uh, create a different kind of moment. The, the reason, the reason why this game is so legendary is because of the slow pace. And because of that slow pace, you can feel every possession with Michael Jordan. This is the most viewed game in the history of basketball by, by television ratings. Yeah. Over, over 30 million people watch this game. Yeah. And it's, and, and God, were they treated to something special? Because it, it, it's just like insane. you could be—you could put yourself in Jordan's shoes easily. Yeah, in my opinion, just watching the game. Um, and I just think uh, they're very—it's—it's it's cool how it all set up for him to have this cool moment. He literally—he had
1: over fifty percent of his team's points. Yep, like that. He, he never really had that. Like, he never really had that that often to where he <laughs> need. So for you to have to do that, knowing the circumstances, everything you had to do, for you to put that kind of performance up is pretty insane, especially to close it out. And are they losing
0: at halftime? Or is it, it's 45, it's Forty-nine, it's 45, 49 at halftime. They're losing at halftime um pippen's just trying to get shots from the doctor so he can finish the game yeah be a decoy right he's able to come in in the in the second half and very much a decoy right harper's taking some shots but it's all jordan still in the third here all jordan still he's only got six points but 16 to 17 in third so jazz are still up in the fourth quarter
1: yeah so obviously. They go in, getting towards the end of the quarter, it, you got that last minute mark. It starts to look like Jazz are starting to take control of the game. Um, And then, because I think the Jazz, do they, do they score their, I think they score a bucket or something, or maybe they, they get a rebound. And then from the 41 second mark and so on. Here we, so here we go. The, the shot you're
0: talking about right here, it's coming up right here. Yep. Is there uh, Malone's going to kick it out because he gets doubled by Scotty, who yeah. barely can really even move. And then Stockton, who I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Underrated just for his level of clutch. Cause he gets lots of shots like this in his career. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, he's, he's one of the few people that's got a game winning basket in a game seven. Yeah. But John Stockton is for real. Yeah. Uh, so he bangs home the three continue
1: and to me in my opinion it, we get the best three possession sequence in nba history or th- the best sequence in nba finals history for sure where jordan goes goes on right after this he knows there's 40 seconds left he knows that now at this point the clock is against him yeah. He knows he has to get a he has to get a quick shot, a stop, at, to give himself a chance. So
0: forty one point nine seconds,
1: yeah. two timeouts on each team left. Yeah, he's exhausted at this point. Remember, he how many minutes he played? Can we go back and, and just check? Because gotcha. he, he's exhausted. He over has, forty. For sure. he has, Yeah, he has forty one points at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, Yes, he, he played almost the entire game, pretty much, but f- f- forty-three minutes. Oh, that forty-one seconds it was perfect. Forty-one seconds. Yeah, he's been playing forty-three minutes at this point. Yeah, he goes. He gets the ball and immediately drives to the rack. Bat um, to the rack, which it, it seems very simple, but to he knew what he needed to do. He scored within four seconds. He gave himself enough time. He. Th- and this is what I'm saying. This is the. This is where it becomes the the um, the Ali kind of game where, all right, we I took my punches. Now I got to go in for the kill.
0: So just explaining some basic basketball. The reason why he has to get it quick and the reason why everyone knows he has to get it quick. You oh. probably know this if you're watching the show, but a two for one is the idea of that when there's a minute left, you getting... Two possessions where your opponent only gets one. You want to try and fuck your opponent so that they are kind of caught between that, you yeah. know, that like, uh, under 30 second mark. So you can yeah. still get that possession. So at, to your point, Jordan had to get this layup quick and all 25,000 people or 20,000 people in the building know that it's going to Jordan and he's got to your point that he's got to get the most, uh, Efficient shot possible,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't even think about breaking that down. That 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 make. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate that.
2: Well, okay. yeah,
1: and then we get into the this sequence, which is probably one of the most iconic. It, it, it creates one of the most iconic shots ever. You you get um, so this, um, shit, this shit is fucking priceless, though. How it happens? Yeah. So, so Rodman,
0: get- Rodman, and Malone, who've been fighting all
1: series. And, th- and this is the thing about Jordan. This is what makes him so great. Look at what he does here. He takes advantage of Carmelo. He see- he's paying attention to the moment. Carmelo is fighting for position. Yeah, with Dennis Rodman. Three, and- two, Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's trying to fight for position here. He doesn't check his right side. His, right, his strong side too. Like you should. You should really no, because that's where. That's exactly where you're about to go. You're going to try to go to the right. To, I mean, to your right side to get that easy layup. And that's be- what I think. But is that because we're
0: children of Shaq? Hear me out. Because Shaquille O'Neal, right? You're, you Shaq's one of your favorite players. Shaq's one of my favorite players. We mm-hmm. both watch a ton of Shaq footage. If that's Shaq on Rodman right there, he's doing, he's dropping the shoulder, maybe throwing the elbow and doing exactly what you said, get that layup. So mm-hmm. he better look to his strong side, right? Malone. Yeah malone kind of likes to put you on the block a little bit like barkley bounce around a little bit and then hit the fade or something like that so maybe he's just not he's just not thinking about it because he he feels
1: like he's like look at how his legs are positioned maybe he's he's not thinking about it like that so my my, the reason i feel that way is because of his positioning when i for me if it was me in that same position obviously i'm not an nba player but I'm looking at it. I know where I'm at in the court. We we set this up for this easy possession, right? When once I get that ball, I know literally I have a bunny right to the basket. Yeah, like, and I'm pretty sure he he's bigger than he, he's obviously over the last two games. He's been doing pretty well against Rodman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's just trying to take he's trying to take advantage of that positioning and moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we can
0: continue. Last thing, I just want to run back to the the Stockton make. So yep. this is the last make. Carl, see how he's dribbling right just like I I was talking about? Yep. So he's going to dribble. Watch where Scotty's going to come with the double. Scotty's right here. Watch where he comes with the double. Mhm. The opposite side. Yep, right? So you're pro- it- so if you're if you're Carl, I got to imagine that's where you think the doubles coming from.
1: Yeah, because that, and that's where they and they had been doing that all game. Like if you actually look at the entire game, they had been coming on that side on on the le- on the left side for for the double team. So I I um it might have just been I don't know if Jordan's that smart where he's just like all right I'm going the opposite side now yeah, like man. you know I don't know if he I was that like maniacal. huh. You don't want to give him too much credit, yeah, exactly. But he was always <laughs> one thing that we know about Michael Jordan is his his. They said said he had cat like instincts, yeah. and watching him, you definitely saw that, and he definitely takes advantage of that. His, that right here, like he doesn't even let he doesn't even let him get set up once that ball. He was waiting so much for that ball, like I can't believe Stockton didn't. I, I mean, I guess like it was, it was it happened so quickly. Yeah. It happened so it. quickly. Yeah. When you
0: watch it in real time, like this, like look at the shot clock. I don't yeah. even think a second goes off the board. Yeah. 11, 10. And by the time a nine comes out, falls out of his hands. Yeah. Exactly. It happens like that. Yeah. And the wherewithal of Jordan to just go, fuck my man, I'll leave him in the corner. Mm-hmm. And also this is, this is nineties basketball in a nutshell. In 2021, Maybe Michael cannot leave him because in 2021, Hornacek, who is a shooter in this era, if you're leaving a shooter in the corner open, you're going to have the same situation that happened a second ago with Stockton, right? Where he throws it, where Malone has to throw it across and get the the wide open three. Jordan feels comfortable with it because he is just not worried about
1: it. And and plus, just the pass to Hornacek would have been a horrible pass. It's a cross-court pass. Not gonna that's definitely IQ. It did just happen, it did just happen
0: with Stockton to the wing,
1: yeah. No, yeah, I agree, I agree. But, but it was not to get stupid like super technical, but it was Carl Malone, bigger, he was a bigger guy over going over the the entire defense. Having John Stockton there, he's the he's one of the smallest guys on the court. You're not gonna have that court vision, probably not gonna have that good of a pass either, like. It, and i'm i'm pretty sure jordan knew that like that was one thing that i would give jordan credit for cuz yeah you would know he, you're not about in this moment i he's not giving it to hornets right? and this is
0: one of those moments when you see him with the ball right here and you see this little amount on the clock it's like i would be freaking out like in in my if i if i was watching this with my friend like if we oh, were watching this God. at at the house fucking okay, we would be sitting there just like
1: because of how I was with Kobe, I would—I know I would have been the same thing with Jordan.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have I would have been yelling to everyone, it is over. <laughs> I, know, I used to do it with Kobe all the time. I, I know for a fact I would have said, this is done. Watch this. Watch what's about to happen. <laughs> and it would have happened and I would have been going freaking insane. 30 million people are watching this moment. As at are. the time, to me, this might be the greatest shot in NBA history. N- not so much in 2021, but nailed it, yes. nailed it, and let the jump shot, let the 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 wrist, what they teach in PE class. In my opinion, what he really should have done was just let that be his final moment as a b- basketball player,
0: and just leave the arena just right after no, this, after he got everybody
1: off. No, just no, Mr. <laughs> no, no, I
2: mean, Diaz, mean, what you're saying?
1: Yeah, just retire, retire like that, like there would there would have been no there would have been nothing to compare it to. Because like, really like he got a little bit more stats in those last two years. Like that added to his legacy. But it wasn't enough for what like what he did right here solidified this is what makes Michael Jordan Michael Jordan. Yeah. And then ending it like that on a game winner would have been would have been the craziest shit in the world. Like, is this not like the bi- this sequence of, is pure what michael jordan is yeah his anticipation i mean his um his his cat-like instinct ability to steal the ball be smarter than everybody on the court and then deadly at the end of the game to win you the game like it's it's just perfect and that's kind
0: of what i was referring to earlier when i was talking about how he really never had a game like this like he had he had buzzer beaters before he had game winners before but like there's nothing like else. Not a
1: series or what? Like, there's,
0: just not, there's just nothing else in his catalog that's nearly as iconic as this. In hindsight, when well, we have everything in, in front of us, like the shot on ELO is probably there, but after that, like this well, shot yeah. is just so, or this whole this last minute is just like it's so legendary. Yeah, considering considering he has the weight of the entire basketball world on his shoulders to get it done. Yeah. Like universal appeal, universal, uh, people loving him and wanting him to make this shot. Yeah. And just being, being able to be the guy that allows somebody like you to go, guys, it's over. Watch this. It's over. Everybody look, watch the screen. Yeah. Shake hands with everybody before the time ends.
1: if you talk if you're talking to your friends or whatever stop if you're on your phone even though there's no phones at this point stop watch this screen and see your greatness happen 100 percent. and some i just said i think this is the greatest sequence in nba history so i agree with you there's nothing in his career that happened like this i do think he had like he's had bigger moments in like not moments sorry but bigger um games but in terms of what he just had to do in this game, for sure, I agree with you. Um, that, that, that he, yeah, he never had that weight on him for sure. Maybe the closest was the '93 finals when he, had, but that was a different kind of weight. It was just more so like accusations and stuff like that. This is like, this is over. Like we know, like if you don't win this game right now, you're most likely not going to win this series. Like.
0: I ask the same question I asked you when we finished 2016's finals, talking about LeBron. I'm asking the same damn question I asked them. How many other players, if you just took Jordan out and put them in this game, could get this done under the same circumstances? Uh, um, the short list.
1: Very short. I Maybe Kobe. Mm-hmm. I, I would go I would personally I would go Kobe, Braun, I mm-hmm. think Larry, mm-hmm. I think I think Magic. Um I think I honestly wouldn't have Kareem. Um that wow. might be that that might be a little hot hot take, I guess, but um
0: maybe I don't know. Uh I think that might be. So for me, you wanna hear my list? Yeah. One of my lists, this is the whole list, in my opinion. Kobe Bryant, LeBron, and this last one's definitely going to shock you, but it won't if you absorb it for a minute. Kawhi Leonard would be the third guy I could see legitimately doing that. <clears throat> Just for one game, you got the skill set. Just play to be, play. My, ball you play. went with the architect, though. You went pure architect. There's a reason why I say the things I say, uh, and that's. But th- that's the that's the truth. I, I I just think you need a guy who can shut down basically anybody on your uh, uh, on the opposing team can make can have the wherewithal to make. insane defensive IQ moments, right? And can create their own shot and hit a shot on basically anybody. It's a short list. It's a really short list. Well,
1: are you saying to win it like this or just win this game with these circumstances?
0: Win this game with the circumstances.
1: Yeah, I I don't think, because I think Magic and Bird would just do it differently, but I think they would do it. That's why Uh, they didn't make my
0: list, because I think maybe Larry could probably do it, but again, it would be very different. And
1: Magic has done it to an yes. extent, but it was very different. And, what, and to me, a, against a significantly harder team. That, 70, that, that Those 76ers, look them up. Or you could just look in our Magic's legacy breakdown and we break that shit down. That uh, Those 76ers were significantly better than this Utah Jazz team.
0: Last question of the game. Push-off or no push-off? We ain't calling
1: that shit, boy. Stop <laughs> with this. That Like, no one... We just... We literally just... Like, with Reggie Miller, we just talked about it. And freaking... He pushed Jordan pretty much to half court and made the three-point shot and they didn't call it. They weren't going to call this shit. Like, this is, like, very... I don't think he pushed them hard enough either. Like you don't even see that much of an extension. Yeah, like, that, that's more my question. Maybe not so much. Did it have. In any era. We, it could be now. 2010. Yeah. 2000, 50s. Anything. They're not calling this. They're not calling that. That's. Yeah. Especially I, I, I don't in my know. If, uh, I, see.
0: I never looked at it like that. I, I always assumed. They were never going to call it. Like. That's a great point that you made. Like I, I, I always assumed they were never going to call it. But my, my, do you think that he gave him enough force, or do you think, as Bob Costas said, it was the equivalent of a
1: major d seating you at your table? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I I've done this to someone, and is strictly off of looking at this. Yeah. I, I I pretty much followed it, and it's the it's because he's he's bringing in all of his. Is pretty much like forced to one side, so they're going. He's going hard at that one spot. He just—you gotta think about it. Jordan literally just drove to the basket on him, like in that same area. Yeah. So he, Jordan, is playing a mind game right now. He's pretty much saying, "You're gonna think I'm going to the same exact spot, yeah. and I'm gonna take advantage of all your momentum, pull back, and get an open ass shot." Like that was all a mind game on him. It's one of the best crossover jump shots of all time. Oh my God! It's the to me yo like strictly off of Like creating your own shot, like the the moment. Like I really, I would say this is the greatest shot of all time. But Ray Allen's obviously with the circumstances, everything was insane. Um, but Jordan like did this all on is all on his own. This is all created on his own, and I, it was it's just so beautiful. This is the way you want to end the series. Like yeah, yeah, and and. and yeah. No no right, go go go. This one more. this goes back to the ninth um to the year before. What what do we say? Jordan when when the when game was tied, he he to, he told Steve Kerr in the, in the huddle, "I'll pass it to you." And I feel like the only reason he would pass it to Steve Kerr there is cuz game is tied, we could still go to OT. Yeah. Game's on the line. He didn't even Think about it. it it There was not a thought in his brain about passing it to anybody. Scottie Pippen was wide open in the three-point line. Well, he wasn't getting the ball in this No, no, no. I agree. But I wouldn't have done it. If I was Michael Jordan, I would have done exactly what he did.
0: Dennis Rodman is the best in the documentary. Because he just goes, he goes, (laughs) he goes, I saw him jog jog down the court with the ball. And I said, I said I'm gonna plant myself right here at center court. He is not gonna pass this fucking ball. He is yeah. not gonna pass this fucker. He is gonna yeah. shoot
1: that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was the best. That see, because like to me, that th- these kind of moments is how you know the kind of play. LeBron could have pa- would have possibly passed that ball. Not trying, trying to do the pass the ball in similar situations. Exactly, um, and maybe it would have been a nice a nice situation. Uh, you know, like. Somehow it always, Fanango, so he made the right play or whatever. Jordan created the play. Maybe that might have not been the right play, but he created that opening and made it a good play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that, but that's the difference in mentality. To me, that's how you know the type of player the person is. Like, because it's different, it really is different when it's tied versus if you're down. Because if yeah. you're down, it's like, if if, if someone misses this, I'm going to be pissed. So I I want to be the one to miss it if someone's yeah. going to miss it. That's just the way you got to go. I think
0: if we're putting a non, if we're looking at it as it's not a mentality. Because I, I agree with you that it is. But if we're going to look at it as saying it's not a mentality. Yeah. It's just Michael Jordan showing why he, he is the, the greatest scorer to ever live because it's, or he's the great, it goes back to what we, we started this very full legacy breakdown with. He's the best person at his job to to ever have a job. Whatever that fucking quote is. Yeah. I love the best. He's the best at that skill.
1: Yeah.
0: He is the best at getting a strip in the, in the, in the clutch situation and, Getting a mid-range jump shot, he yeah. is the best possibly ever at that skill. Yeah, and it's crazy. And this
1: goes back to, and, and this is what Like, and this is just gonna be a, a Michael Jordan cock eating moment, moments, it's but it's, not, it's it's necessary. Yeah, this these are the things you got. Will Chamberlain, you got James Harden, um, and you even have Kobe Bryant. Like, you you have guys who were great scorers. But it, they didn't do it like this. Kobe was obviously the close. That's why he's the second. Like, that's why everyone considers him the second greatest shooting guard, whatever. But yeah. Michael Jordan did it in this way. Like, he scored, but he played the, the best defense in the league, or arguably the best defense in the league. And he, he at the end of games, it was pretty much, it's over if you give me the ball last. Yeah. And not, you can't say that about... Some of these great, great scorers like Kobe was good at it, but not like Jordan. Like, and that—that's why he—he's considered the greatest. Because at the end of the day, when you have great team, a great team, you're always gonna be in the game. Once you get to that, and this is why I really do feel like killer mentality. This is where the killer mentality separates people. Because, when, like, for instance, Jordan and 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 LeBron, I do think. LeBron has some t- type of a killer mentality, but sure. like they both are good enough to get you towards the end of the game where where it's close. Yeah, but when you have that killer mentality, these moments are created. Yeah. Where I'm gonna win at any means, at any means necessary. I don't care what the circumstances are. I, I want to win because I want to freaking take your heart out. I want to take your heart out. I want to end
0: this game. I need to end this game because yeah. it's because. Uh, it, It's a total understanding of the moment. It's a total uh, sense. We always see on ESPN and like Stephen A. Smith and Skip It, we always see these guys talk about sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. This is the the definition definition of sense of urgency. Yeah. And if the career ends right here. Which it should have. He should have just let it. Jordan has the all-time. The all-time career points per game total, right? Yep. I'm pretty sure he's still got the all-time career playoff uh, total. Oh yeah. Playoff, yeah. He's tied for points per game in his career. With Papa Will. But Will. we we still we'll talk we'll talk about that part of it at a later at a later date, because so we got two more seasons to go with this fucking guy. But if we if we just cut if we cut those last two off. Thirty-one Six and five and a half, two and a half steals a game, shooting fifty percent for his career at the guard position, and averaging almost a block a game too. An average, yeah, an almost a block a game, basically a block a game.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, dude, that's the goat by yeah. every stretch of the imagination. Yeah, facts. It's not even. Yeah, to me, it's not even a discussion. And then in the playoffs. Thirty-three points a game for Jordan. Thirty-three, six and a half, and six basically. Two steals, a block, shooting forty-eight percent, forty-nine percent.
1: Yeah.
0: And six championships, six and zero oh, in the NBA Finals.
1: And and just just so because because this is still relevant throughout his entire career. Yeah. Jordan had in his whole life eleven attempts at a championship and he literally went 11 and all every single time he got to the games he won be it olympics
0: ncaa uh nba finals i think i think oh no i'm not high school he doesn't he didn't play in that but yeah but i I feel you that's crazy and so he's the the bulls are just gonna end that's it Exact and and the crazy thing is, the, this last dance season could have just as easily not have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As we opened with, the, the, they could have just as easily retired the year before and yeah. finished it out. But
1: you Phil, could argue that Jerry Krause made him
0: more legendary. Maybe so, but 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 Jerry Reinsdorf comes to Phil Jackson at the end of this year mm-hmm. and says fuck Jerry Krause. That guy's an asshole. I want you back. <laughs> right? And
1: it's different when you see them win it. Like, you know, he's probably like, I just saw you win it. Like, we gotta, we gotta, I wanna you gotta at least try. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, cause they didn't, ex- they probably didn't expect them to win it. And Phil says,
0: you know, it wouldn't be fair to Jerry. I think, I, I think this is, it's time. I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah. You know? And with that, the 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 golden goat has to walk away as a man of his word because he said, "If Phil Jackson's not my coach, I will not play."
1: Yeah. And that's uh that's gonna be the end. Yeah, it should have been that,
2: or Before so now. we thought. Or wow. now.
1: I do I do want I do want to say the, the reason I feel like J- Jerry Krause made the legend better yeah. was because in reality like jordan wanted to go out swinging facts but jerry jerry cross made it so that you only saw him on top so it's always that what if great point and that that i think that's what makes it more legendary because you always have that that's why you have the people say they could have won a straight. yeah that's what you know like it's because of because he didn't allow them to ever lose. Yeah, I agree. At, at least in the in the highest, you know, in, in the, t- and, in and the top. And it's just top. like,
0: and we always look at. I'm trying to think of any, of a great example of that. The guys that pass the torch, quote unquote, mm-hmm. usually aren't looked at as the goat. For whatever reason.
2: KG, who like stayed in forever. And looked old. Or Paul Pierce, they looked old by the time they left. And it makes you think like, why are you still here?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, or they get forced out. like That too. Like Col- Kobe, Achilles injury. You got forced out. Yeah. Um, Magic, uh, you know, obviously the HIV sting. Got, yeah. You got forced out. The only one you really saw was Larry. And that made him look less of. The great player that he was, like it makes exactly you, kareem seeing kareem kind of- um dwindle out that's why people look at magic as greater than Kareem a lot of the time because they got to see kareem age and, and, that's, and yeah it's very just like what you
0: said with magic if he if he didn't have the aids or excuse me the h i v situation happen to him yeah. Maybe he ends up, because he, when he comes back, right, in 95? 96. 96, excuse me?
1: No, no. Uh,
0: he's going to be, obviously, a much deteriorated guy and yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Going to put a, what do you call it? Here we go. 15, uh, 6, and 7, basically. Yeah. If we saw him do that. As he aged into his career, who knows where he'd be placed all time?
1: Yeah, like to me, if if Kareem would have just retired right after eighty seven, on top, I, yeah. think, I think I think it may, he 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 does his career a better. It's better for his career. I feel like players when they come back, he does a dis disser- service. Like it happens a lot with fighters too. Like fighters will be
0: champion and they'll have this great, uh, you know, they'll have great head movement. They won't get punched, and then they'll they'll be they'll get a cunt hair out of their prime. Yeah. And then that same punch that they would have dodged originally now hits them square in the jaw.
1: Yeah. Unless you're Mayweather, but yeah. <laughs> then a- you can just fight fucking tomato cans for the second half <laughs> <after>
0: of your career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking eye. But but
0: we are moving in to – The most controversial part of Michael Jordan's career, the legendary Wizards years. They are better than you think, and I'm going to prove it to you. Hey guys, if you like what you heard, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just type in Apex Greatness on YouTube to see everything we put out this year, from legacy breakdowns to current NBA and NFL content. We have over 150 videos to binge if you're that type of person, or just to listen to in your spare time. We have about 2 to 5 hours of new content every week. Check us out. Later.